leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. From the era that brought you names like Chamberlain, Russell, and West. The Chamberlain, he's got it! To the glory days of Magic and Kareem. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is on the brink of an NBA all-time record. From a time where last-second shots were expected. Here comes Kobe. From way outside. Got it! Oh, man! Gets it to LeBron. For three for the win. Yes! And rings were handed out like candy. Here's Jordan. It's Duncan Dynasty with your host, Garrett Bougay, and it starts right now. Welcome to Duncan Dynasty. I'm your host, Garrett Bougay. Thank you so much for joining me. And tonight, I'm going to be giving a live play-by-play broadcast of the Eastern Conference Finals Game 1 between the Toronto Raptors and the Milwaukee Bucks. Of course, Toronto... The two-seed, after dispatching the three-seed Philadelphia 76ers in the second round in epic fashion with Kawhi Leonard hitting a Game 7 buzzer beater. They are the uh, the road team in this Game 1, and the home team, the Milwaukee Bucks, after thoroughly outplaying the preseason Eastern Conference favorites, Boston Celtics, in five games. This should be a, uh, a really fascinating series. I'll be here all game with you, uh, even through commercials. I'll be giving my thoughts on uh, some of those second-round series and how they concluded. I'll also talk about uh, yesterday's NBA draft lottery. There's a lot to discuss. The NBA is uh, is right at its uh, its peak moment of time here at the uh, you know the middle to end of May and, of course, into June with the NBA Finals. And, and the draft and all of that uh, as well. Uh, so uh, thank you. Thanks again for, for, for tuning in. Again, I'm, I'm Garrett Bouguet, and this is Duncan Dynasty. If you haven't listened to some of my previous episodes, of course, Duncan Dynasty is a weekly podcast. I release episodes just about every Wednesday throughout the season. And uh, last week I had uh, Stephen Lowe on, who is a, a big Toronto Raptors fan, and he was pretty happy with the result of the Raptors getting through and into these Eastern Conference Finals. But we talked about, uh, you know, the the second-round Eastern Conference Semifinal Series as well as the, the Western Conference Semifinal Series and, and broke those down in, in great detail. So uh, if you haven't listened to that yet, I, I urge you to go back and, and check that out. But uh, 
Speaking to this game, I, I think this is going to be a, a really fantastic series. Uh, Milwaukee and Toronto, two of the best teams, two of the three best teams record-wise in the entire NBA. Both of these teams, whoever advances, will have home court advantage in the NBA Finals. The big news heading into this one, it appears that Malcolm Brogdon, after making a brief appearance in Game 5 of that second-round series for the Bucks against the Celtics, looks like he will start, as far as, at least that's as far as I know. I, I saw a little bit of a, uh, a preview that, that had him back into the starting lineup. That's good news for Milwaukee. He's one of their better players, one of their better off-ball shooters. He can attack off the dribble as well, gives them just another playmaker out there on the floor. And uh, I, I assume the, the usual starting lineup for the Toronto Raptors will be out there. They started with, uh, in the backcourt, Kyle, Kyle Lowry and Danny Green. In the frontcourt, Pascal Siakam, Kawhi Leonard. And at center, Mark Gasol. And uh, for Milwaukee, if Brogdon is starting, it's Bledsoe and Brogdon in the backcourt with Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo in the frontcourt with Brooke Lopez at center. Actually, no, it, it appears that uh, uh, maybe the Brogdon as the starter is uh, is not going to happen. I do see Nikola Mirotic out there. So I believe it'll be Bledsoe, Middleton, Mirotic, Giannis, and Lopez. As we're about to get this one started, I will be giving a live radio play-by-play of the entire ballgame. Milwaukee in their white uniforms with the green lettering and trim. As a, There's a look at, uh, at Giannis there, and hopefully you can sync up with me wherever you're watching it. Of course, the game being broadcast on TNT. And uh, so Milwaukee continuing to go with the starting lineup they used in that five-game series win over the Celtics going super big with Miritich essentially playing the three. And they're able to get away with that because of the fact that, you know, Miritich and Lopez are both pretty good outside shooters. As a Toronto wearing their all-black uniforms with the red trim, and to get us started, Lopez wins the tip for the Bucks. He gets it back to Bledsoe. Bledsoe over the timeline to the right wing, Hansen off to Miritich up top to Middleton. Middleton guarded by Leonard, throws it left side to Giannis. Giannis isolating on Siakam, gets into the paint. Right hand jump hook, good. Giannis Antetokounmpo getting the scoring underway here in the Eastern Conference Finals. Here's Lowry, throws it up top to Gasol. Toronto going from left to right in this opening quarter. Gasol at the right elbow, back to Lowry on the right. He gets a screen from Gasol, gets to the line, finds Gasol on a pocket pass. His little 10-foot jumper is strong. Rebound, Giannis. Giannis will push it, gets to the top of the key, throws it left wing. Lopez, deep three. That one's off the back of the rim, no good. He really struggled shooting the basketball in that series against Boston. As Siakam gets the rebound, he'll push it, dribbles over to the left side, gets double teamed momentarily, maintains his dribble, now will back down on the block against Giannis. Now faces up, shot fakes, gets inside. Looks like there was some contact, but Giannis pokes it away. It's picked up by Middleton. Middleton throws it back. Miritich running three. That one's long. Rebound Gasol. Milwaukee certainly not taking their time getting shots up here in the early going. Here's Leonard with the ball. At the top of the key, gets a screen from Gasol going left. Pocket passes Gasol. He tries to throw to Siakam in the corner. The pass is picked off by Giannis, and he's got a breakaway right-hand slam. So Giannis... Two for two to start, and he gives the Bucks a four to nothing lead with ten and a half to go in the opening quarter. Green hands it off to Lowry. Lowry dribbling the basketball at the center court logo. Now dribbles over to the right. Throws it up top to Gasol. Gasol now dribbles to the left, hands it off to Siakam. He'll take a three from the wing and hit. Pascal Siakam had an up and down series against Philadelphia. 
Here is Bledsoe pushing it for Milwaukee. Pulls up from about 15 on the left side, and that one was over the rim. Rebound by Toronto. Lowry pushing it. Gets it to Siakam. He picks up his dribble, and now is over to the right wing. Facing up against Miritich. Gets all the way to the basket, and Miritich blocks it away. Rebound. Lopez, who gets it to Giannis. Giannis pushes it. Euro steps into the paint. Puts it up and in. Milwaukee leads it now 6-3, to three, and it looks like we're going to have uh, what I what looks like a delay of game on Nikola Mirotic as he stuck his hand in there as Toronto was trying to uh, get in transition after that Giannis bucket. So right now it's Giannis 6 and the Raptors 3. Certainly Toronto's going to have a tough time, as uh, all the teams in the NBA have a tough time dealing with uh, the likely MVP of the league, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Here's Lowry walking into the front court, gets a screen from Siakam, hands it to Gasol on the left side. Gasol gets it back to Lowry. He'll drive down the lane, and he has the ball poked off his leg and out of bounds. It will go back to the Bucks. As we approach the nine-and-a-half-minute mark of the first quarter, here's Bledsoe gets right around. Lowry gets into the paint, hands it off to Miritich, and he is fouled by Danny Greed, and Miritich will go to the line for two. Something that's very evident here in the uh, opening couple of minutes is the pace that Milwaukee's playing with. They are not taking their time getting the ball down the floor. They're trying to get into their offense before Toronto can set that half-court defense that was so uh, so dominant in that series against Philly. As Miritich knocks down the first free throw and he gives Milwaukee a 7-3 to advantage. Of course, Toronto likes to run themselves. You know, Lowry and Siakam, terrific transition players. Pace will be a factor in determining some of these games here. And so far, Milwaukee getting the ball up the floor and getting some good looks in early semi-transition. Here's Siakam with the basketball on the left side for Toronto. Gets a switch with Bledsoe. Gets double teamed up top. Lowry three ball is good. Kyle Lowry knocking down Toronto's second three of the ball game, and now it's 8-6. Milwaukee's lead is just two. Bledsoe dribbles up to the right, fires a three, no good. Rebound, Gasol, he'll get it to Lowry. Lowry, Lowry dribbles over to the left, up top Leonard. He'll fire a top of the key three off the back of the rim, nearly gets a bounce. It bounced off the rim twice, but it's picked up by Bledsoe. He gets it to Middleton right wing. He drives down under the basket, fade away along the right baseline. That one's strong. Rebound Gasol. He'll get it to Lowry. Lowry pushes it up to the right side. He'll take a deep three ball. That's good as well. Kyle Lowry knocking down his second consecutive three, and Toronto takes the lead 9-8. to eight with 8 minutes and 36 seconds to go in the first. Bledsoe will finally slow it down a bit and dribble it up towards the right side. Gets a screen from Giannis to the free-throw line. Still holding onto his dribble, switched onto by Siakam. Now left wing to Miritich into the quarter to Middleton on the block to Giannis. He's got Lowry on it, gets double-teamed, throws it cross-court. Right wing, Brook Lopez, three. That one's an air ball. Fight for the rebound. Giannis grabbed it and uh, looked like he's going to be called for out-of-bounds. Maybe stepped on the line there. As uh, Lopez, with a couple of bricks in the early going, not a good sign as uh, he did struggle in moments uh, against the Celtics shooting the basketball. They need his uh, floor spacing. Or else Gasol will stick in the paint and protect the rim. Here's Siakam dribbling over to the right elbow. He'll fire a jumper from there and hit. Pascal Siakam knocking it down. And the Toronto Raptors lead it 11-8 with 8.06 to go in the opening quarter. A uh, real frantic start. Milwaukee getting some opportunities in transition, and then Toronto pushing the ball quickly and getting some open looks. And, uh, you know, a, a really important sign for the Raptors is that Pascal Siakam looks confident out there. 
you know, he uh, in that uh, in that Philadelphia series in Game One, he really lit Philly up. I believe he went twelve of fifteen in that Game One. You know, guarded by the likes of Butler or Harris. Uh, but then Philly made the great adjustment to try to take Siakam out of the series by putting him beat on him, and Siakam really, uh, you know, felt out of sorts. He, uh, you know, wasn't able to get all the way to the basket. He wasn't able to just shoot over the top of Embiid, and ha- really had to rely on his jump shot, and and lost a little bit of confidence at mo- at moments in that series. Uh, but but that's the thing, you know, you you talk about certain matchups and how they make an impact. The way Philadelphia was able to take away Siakam, I don't know if Milwaukee can really do that. You know, the uh, the Giannis is uh, is obviously Milwaukee's best defensive player, and he's got to guard one of either Kawhi or Siakam. And it looks like in the early going, he's been guarding a little bit of both. But uh, maybe the 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 default matchup is against Kawhi. And, and that'll free up Siakam to have a have a mismatch. If if Lopez decides to guard him, Siakam can get around him and past him. If it's Middleton or the likes of Miritich, you know, he's going to have some advantage. If it's Middleton, he can he can bully him inside. If it's Miritich, he should have a bit of a quickness advantage as well. So uh, Siakam is going to be an important figure in this series, and it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Mike Budenholzer and the Bucks decide to try to stop him. Um, because you know that that's the that's the difference between this Toronto team this year and in years past. You really you know if you could slow down DeRozan, you had a great chance of beating this team in the past. But now with the likes of Kawhi and Siakam on the floor, uh, they've got two big time threats scoring the basketball. But really exciting start to this ball game. I am really excited for this series. Uh, you know, I, I've really gone back and forth between uh, Milwaukee and Toronto and who I think is going to win this. I'm, you know, I, I've decided over the last couple of hours I'm leaning Milwaukee in seven, even though, as I said, I think there's certainly some things. Toronto's defense is fantastic, and, uh, you know, the, the duo of Leonard and Siakam is going to cause Milwaukee some issues. But I think with Brogdon healthy this series, the depth of Milwaukee is really strong. And as good of a defender as Kawhi is, Giannis is just such a beast and so strong. And we've already seen in the early going, he's been able to get to the basket and uh, get really anywhere he wants to get to on the floor. So I think that's just going to be a little bit too much. And I think home court advantage is going to be a big factor in this series too. Milwaukee is going to have that game seven at home. Uh, But uh, I definitely could see it going either way. It's going to be really fascinating, really entertaining and competitive Eastern Conference Finals. And and unfortunately, I'll talk a little bit more about the Western Conference Finals. There was game one of the Warriors-Blazers uh, series last night. I don't think it's going to be, that series is going to be nearly as competitive as this one is. As uh, Milwaukee will have the basketball out of the timeout as we approach the eight-minute mark of the first quarter. Milwaukee going from right to left here in this first quarter. Here's Bledsoe, top of the key, guarded by Lowry. Looking for Giannis on the left elbow. Gets it to him. Giannis now dribbles, hands it off to Miritich. Miritich tries to cross over on Danny Green and loses it out of bounds. And that will go back to the Raptors. That's something Miritich playing the three. He's got to handle the ball a little bit more than he normally would at the four. And that time with the turnover. Here's Lowry. Gets a screen from Gasol. Dribbles left of the lane. Kicks it back. Gasol. Top of the key. Three. That's good. Of course, that was an action. That pick and pop with the center that uh, the Boston was able to feast on at times with Al Horford. Here's Middleton up top to Giannis, left wing to Miritich. Toronto leading 14-8. to 
Giannis stepping three from the top off the back of the rim. No good. A rebound. Kyle Lowry. He'll push it down the left side. Gets all the way to the bucket, then kicks it out to Gasol. He's got an open three. Fakes it. Kicks it right wing. Danny Green three. That one rattles out. Lowry taps it back out to Siakam. Siakam right wing. Lowry fakes the three up top. Gasol. Gasol left side to Kawhi Leonard. He'll drive baseline. Tries to slam it over Lopez. And he can't get it to go, but he draws the foul. That time, Kawhi, La- Kawhi Leonard able to attack Middleton Blue right past him off the dribble. And Lopez was just a little bit late on the recovery. Tried to block the dunk and it got him on the arm. Leonard, of course, had an absolutely fantastic series in the last round against Philadelphia. And that included the Game 7 buzzer beater to send the Raptors to this series as he knocks down the first free throw. Toronto 15, Milwaukee 8, 7.06 to go in this opening quarter. Leonard takes his time at the free throw line, takes three dribbles and then fires it up and knocks it down as well. So Leonard 2 for 2 on that trip. And Toronto has doubled up the Bucks 16 to 8 as we hit the seven minute mark of the first. Here's Bledsoe dribbling over to the left wing, looking inside for Middleton, guarded by Lowry. He gets it to him. Middleton immediately double teamed in the corner, and he's going to be bumped by Gasol, and that's a foul on the Spaniard for the Raptors. He doesn't like the call, but looked like he was just a little over aggressive there. So Milwaukee will inbound it on the sideline. Interesting, the decision to trap Middleton on the block there as a Pat Connaughton checking into the ballgame for the Bucks as well as Ursan Ilyasova. As Connaughton will inbound it to Giannis. Giannis at the top of the key, looking inside for Middleton, throws it to him, but the ball is deflected by Lowry, picked up by Leonard. He'll drive it down the right sideline to the right wing, crosses over Ilyasova, finds Siakam, right corner, wide open three, off the back of the rim, no good, rebound Connaughton. He'll get it to Bledsoe. Bledsoe gets to the right wing, into the paint, back out to Giannis. Giannis will drive towards the right corner. Up top, Bledsoe. Left wing, Ilyasova three. No good. Good contest there from Gasol. Here's Lowry. He fires it right side. Siakam on the transition. Gets it to Gasol. Right wing, Danny Green three, and he nails it. Toronto continuing to take advantage of some transition opportunities and knocking down the three ball. Raptors lead it 19-8. Here's Giannis dribbling it towards the top of the key. Gets a screen from Bledsoe, now switched on to by Gasol. Ten on the shot clock. Giannis throws it left wing. Bledsoe fakes the three, gets into the paint. Back out Giannis. He'll drive in. Euro step. Tries to put the shot up. It has it blocked by Gasol, but it's hauled in by Ilyasova under the basket. And he puts it up and in off the glass with the right hand. Here's Lowry pushing it back down to the top of the key, now dribbling with his left hand. Gets a tr- screen from Gasol at the top. Pocket pass to Gasol. Right elbow up top. Right wing to Leonard. He drives past Middleton. Middleton commits the foul as Leonard drove past. He tried to swipe the ball from behind. And that will be a foul on the Bucks shooting guard. It'll be out of bounds with Toronto possession and 14 on the shot clock. Raptors 19, Bucks 10, 541 to go in the first. George Hill checking into the ball game for Milwaukee. Here's Siakam, hands it off Leonard on the left side. He'll drive into the paint, loses the basketball, picked up by Hill. Hill will push it. He's got a three-on-three situation, kicks it out. Middleton, right wing, fakes the three, gets inside, hands it off to Antetokounmpo, and he dunks it home. At first, it looked like the ref called an and-one, but now they might call it on the floor. Buck's not happy about that decision. This has been a much faster-paced game than maybe uh, a lot of people, including myself, were expecting. 
as uh, Connaughton will inbound it on the far sideline. 18 on the shot clock, gets it into Giannis. Giannis dribbling to the top of the key, guarded by Gasol. He'll take a walk-in three, and he nailed it. That was a little bit of a development in that series against the Celtics. Giannis was knocking down the three-point shot. He also shot the ball a little bit better from downtown towards the end of the regular season. Leonard gets a screen from Danny Green and takes a walk-in three from the top and hits. Kawhi Leonard extends the Raptors' lead back to nine. Five minutes to go. Here's Giannis, gets into the paint, spins, gets triple-teamed, throws in the right corner, Connaughton three, off the back of the rim, no good. Rebound, Danny Green. He'll get it to Lowry. Lowry, left wing, goes behind the back, kicks it out to Leonard up top. Danny Green fakes the three. Right wing, Gasol, three ball, is short. Fight for the rebound, Lowry grabs it, kicks it out, Leonard, left wing, Beautiful move as he jump stops into the paint and puts up a floater and in. Kawhi Leonard gives the Raptors a big 11-point lead, 24-13, as we approach four and a half minutes to go in the first. Middleton with the ball at the top, guarded by Leonard, dribbles with his left hand, gets all the way to the line to lane, throws the lob up to Giannis. He comes down with it, gets triple teamed, has the ball poked away by Leonard. Leonard with a four on two. He'll pull up for three. Connaughton got the block from behind. It's picked up by Milwaukee. Here's Milwaukee with a three on three the other way. George Hill fakes the three, kicks it up. Middleton top of the key key three. No good off the side of the rim. Rebound Siakam. He'll push the ball to the right wing. And we will finally have a timeout here as a very frantic pace. Got to imagine that uh, players on both sides are a bit tired. Maybe Nick Nurse noticed that as well as Toronto leads at 24-13 with 4.04 to go in the first quarter. One of the things that uh, I think has been, has been really interesting, you know, when you, when you talk about that Milwaukee-Boston series, they, they, they really struggled Boston in terms of dealing with Milwaukee's three-point shooting combined with Giannis's, uh, you know, in, interior paint presence. And in that game one, they did a really good job of packing the paint, making it tough for Giannis to get easy shots inside. And, uh, you know, Giannis a lot of times just didn't pass it to shooters and maybe also those those role players, those those the Miritich, Middleton, you know, those guys, Lopez, weren't in position in transition to, to fire away. And that was a good adjustment by Coach Bud and the Bucks to get those guys running the floor just as fast as Giannis in those transition opportunities. So when Boston did pack the paint, they were able to get, you know, semi-transition, pretty good looks from three for good shooters. And Boston just didn't really have an answer after that adjustment. And, uh, you know, that you, you saw as the series went along and Milwaukee continued to knock down threes that the paint just got more open for Giannis to, to do his thing. And so far in this game with Toronto, they've been able to fly around, really pack the paint. At times, you've seen even triple teams when Giannis has gotten the ball inside. And then when he's kicked it out, Toronto has a lot of uh, athletes with length. They've just been running out and running guys off the line as best as they can or contesting as best as they can. And so far, it, it seems to have the Bucks a little bit flustered on the offensive end. And, and, and on the other end, you know, Toronto has done a really good job of, of keeping up a good offensive pace as well and, and getting some opportunities and, and knocking down shots. I think Philly in, in that series did a great job of making sure they always had a guy connected to Danny Green, especially in, in transition opportunities. And so far, you've already seen Green probably get more open three-point looks than he did in the entirety of that, uh, of that Game 7 of the last round. So he's a guy that uh, Philly, or excuse me, that Milwaukee's going to have to uh, uh, to get a hold of here and, and not allow a bunch of good looks because he's uh, you know one of the best 
shoot three-point shooters in, in the entire league. But yeah, I'll, uh, as as we go along here, I'll talk a little bit about the uh, the NBA draft lottery. I'll also talk about the, uh, the the Golden State Portland series and some of my thoughts on that. And uh, you know, but first I, I gotta gotta break down that uh, that game seven, that epic game seven between the Raptors and the Sixers. It was uh, it was an absolutely terrific series. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the individual games weren't actually close, so there were a lot of blowouts. But uh, but game two was a close ball game in which Philadelphia was able to get a win on the road, and then game seven obviously ended up being a, a really close game. It was it was pretty amazing to me with with Joel Embiid and how he was able to play. I believe forty five minutes. He was plus ten in the ball game, and yet they lost by two. So in the three minutes he was off the floor, the Raptors outscored the Sixers by 12. Pretty phenomenal. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, at the next commercial break, I'll talk more about that Game 7. It was an absolutely delightful basketball game. As uh, coming out of the timeout, I believe it will be Milwaukee basketball. Or, excuse me, no, it will be Toronto ball. That was Nick Nurse that called the time. So it'll be Leonard inbounding it on the uh, the near sideline. Gets it up top to Ibaka, who's checked into the ball game. Gets it over to Lowry on the left wing. Onto the block to Leonard. Leonard now facing up on Brogdon, who is in for Milwaukee. He'll drive left fadeaway along the baseline. That's good. Kawhi Leonard extends the Raptors' lead to 13. 26-13 with 3.45 to go in the first. Here's Lopez left wing up top to George Hill. Hill right elbow to Ilyasova. He'll hand it off to Brogdon. Brogdon switched on to by Siakam. He'll throw it up top to Connaughton. Left wing Lopez. Fakes the three. Drives right. Gets the free throw line. Beautiful spin move and a right-handed layup off the glass and in for Lopez. Really good feet there from the seven-footer. Here's Siakam in the left corner. And he puts on some great footwork as he Eurosteps between a couple of defenders and lays it up and in. Here's Brogdon. Right wing gets under the basket. Throws it left wing. Ilyasova three ball. That's good. Ursan Ilyasova. Cuts the lead back down to 10 as we approach the three-minute mark of the first. Toronto 28, Milwaukee 18. Lowry dribbling it up the left sideline. Guarded by Hill. Now dribbling with his right hand up top, Leonard. Leonard fakes the shot. Guarded by Brogdon. Getting a screen from Ibaka. Rejects it. Now will take it. Picks up his dribble. Throws it left side to Lowry. Into the corner to Green. He drives baseline. Beautiful pass to Ibaka, but he can't hit the shot, but he gets his own tip and puts it in. Serge Ibaka, a huge contributor in that Game 7 win over Philly, puts the Raptors up 30-18. Lopez, top of the key three. That one's no good. Connaughton flies in from the right wing to get the rebound. Throws it right wing to Hill. He'll drive in, but his layup rims in and out. Quickly, the Raptors come back down. Lowry pull up three. That one's no good. Rebound Brogdon. Lowry hits the deck. Five on four for for Milwaukee. Brogdon walks into a st- uh, top of the key three. That one is well off the mark. Rebound Green. He'll get it right wing to Leonard. Leonard crosses over, gets to the paint. Guarded by Brogdon. Now drifts over towards the corner. Will fade away along the right baseline. Can't get the roll. Fight for the rebound. It's picked up by Ilyasova. He'll get it to Connaughton. Connaughton dribbling down the right side into the front court. Up top, Ilyasova left wing, Lopez. Lopez up top, Connaughton guarded by Green. Throws it right wing to Ilyasova. He'll hand it off to Hill. Hill switched on to by Leonard. Up top, Connaughton. He'll catch it. He'll drive into the paint. Kicks it left corner. Lopez left wing, Brogdon three. That's good. Beautiful offensive basketball from Milwaukee as Toronto shut down a lot of it, but uh, they kept moving the basketball and uh, finally got an open look and Brogdon knocked it down. 
30 to 21. Toronto leads by nine. Here's Siakam in the left corner, guarded by Ilyasova. Gets right past him and puts a facial down over the likes of Brooke Lopez. Pascal Siakam blowing by his man and puts a poster on Milwaukee's center. Toronto 32, Milwaukee 21. Siakam with nine points in the early going. Here's George Hill. He'll drive to the line, to the lane, puts it up. No, but Lopez is there for the putback. And that makes it 32-23. One minute to go in this frantic and fast-paced first quarter. Lowry throws it left side. Siakam, we've got an off-ball foul. It's going to be a a legal screen on the likes of Danny Green. Ilyasova, not sure exactly what he was doing on that Siakam dunk. It almost just looked like he was playing him completely on his side and just let, let Siakam down the lane. Lopez not able to get over in time. That's the toughest thing to do with help defense is when you just allow a complete blow-by and don't slow down the ball handler at all. Van Fleet in for Toronto. He's guarding George Hill. Now Hill switched on to by Ibaka after a screen. Throws it left wing Bledsoe back up top to Hill. Hill will jab step, fire the top of the key three. No. Rebound by Van Fleet. 37 on the game clock. Van Fleet dribbles over to the left wing. Looking inside for Ibaka. Will take a deep three. That one's off the side of the rim. No good. Rebound Bledsoe. That was a two-for-one opportunity there from Van Fleet. Bledsoe fires it back. Here is Miritich with a top of the key three. No. Rebound by Brogdon. Now he'll pull it out and dribble it up to the right wing. Guarded by Leonard. Eight on the shot clock. 17 on the game clock. Gets it to Giannis. Giannis attacking Gasol. He gets triple teamed and he throws it and it's a turnover. Two on one. Now Milwaukee getting back. Toronto will take the last shot. Seven on the game clock. Kawhi Leonard with the ball on the left wing. Guarded by Hill. Gets a screen from Ibaka. Rejects it. Drives baseline. Kicks it back. Ibaka 18 footer at the buzzer and he nailed it. Sergi Baca puts a capper on a terrific first quarter for the Toronto Raptors as they lead it 34 to 23 at the end of one. This is what I talk about when I talk about high quality, very competitive basketball. This is, uh, you know, this is not for the faint of heart. This series, this is going to be a war, and both of these teams have so many weapons. So much solid defense. Of course, both of these teams ranked in the top 10 on both the offensive and defensive end of the floor. And uh, really, neither of these teams have too many weaknesses. You know, they can play big, like Toronto did in that Philly series with uh, Gasol at the 5 and Ibaka and Siakam at the forward spots. Or you can go small. You know, the Toronto hasn't really utilized the Siakam at 5 minutes uh, but they could do that a little bit in this series. Milwaukee, of course, you know, with Brogdon out, has gone with this super big lineup with Miritich at the three and Giannis and Lopez at the four and five. They also can go small and play Giannis at the five. So both of these teams so versatile, not too many weaknesses. They both have, uh, you know, pretty good bench units, and uh, they've got the the superstars as well with Giannis on one end and Kawhi Leonard on the other. It's going to be really, really fascinating. And of course, with Toronto, there's also the question of whether or not OG Ananobi is going to be available at any point in this series. I think he could be a valuable contributor. If he could come back, he had the uh, emergency appendectomy right before the playoffs started, so he's missed the first couple of rounds. And uh, apparently, the latest news I heard on OG was that uh, he he went through a light workout uh, earlier today, or either today or yesterday, but uh, that's an encouraging sign that he's at least, uh, you know, he's at least active and up and around, and uh, perhaps he could come back and and 
you know, be be a contributor for the Raptors near the end of this series. He he, of course, is another guy with really good size that could potentially be a body that you could throw at Giannis if need be. But uh, it, it is really going to be a fascinating series, and that was a really fun opening quarter. But uh, going back to my thoughts on that uh, that Toronto Philly game seven, it was absolutely a, a fascinating series. Uh, both teams making great adjustments. Brett Brown making the adjustment of uh, putting a beat on Siakam, uh, which really slowed Siakam's production down. Then they uh, they started uh, taking the ball out of Simmons's hands and, and playing more pick and roll with the likes of Butler and Harris. That really uh, opened up things in Game Three uh, for Philadelphia to take a two-one series lead. Toronto was able to to make the adjustment and Nick Nurse to to play big with Ibaka. Uh, in that uh, big lineup with Siakam and Gasol out there. Uh, so, you know, and, and that really kind of gave the Raptors some momentum in games four and five when they, they were able to win a couple in a row to take a 3-2 series lead. Philadelphia was able to come back and even the series, and in game seven it was a real dogfight, and uh, Brown was able to play Embiid nearly the entire game, but uh, Embiid, despite being plus 10 in his 45 minutes, uh, you know, those three minutes were super costly. And and that was the big weakness, I thought, that the Philadelphia 76ers had as far as their roster was that backup center. Monroe was able to give them some decent minutes uh, at, sporadically throughout that series, but in Game 7, uh, they weren't able to get the necessary production to get them through. And, of course, Kawhi with that spectacular shot uh, that will go down in Toronto Raptors history. As we start the second quarter, Toronto going from left to right, in the second period, as Van Fleet and Powell in the backcourt, Siakam and Ibaka, as well as Gasol at center. For Milwaukee, it's Miritich and Giannis. In the backcourt, it's Hill and Bledsoe, along with Chris Middleton. Siakam takes a walk-in 18-foot jumper. That one's no good. Rebound by Giannis. Hill jogging into the front court, Stops at the top of the circle. Throws it right side to Bledsoe. He gets a screen. Now will reject it. Guarded by Van Fleet up top to Giannis. Hands it left side to Middleton. Middleton gets a screen. Now switched on to by Siakam. He'll drive left. Finds Antetokounmpo. He throws it cross court to Bledsoe. Into the corner to Hill. Back up top Bledsoe. They're going to run out of time here. As uh, Middleton able to get a three-point shot off. No good. And uh, Miritich able to put in the uh, offensive rebound and put it up and in. It very much looked like that was a shot clock violation that the referees missed. We'll see if they go back and look at it. As Van Fleet on the right wing throws into the corner to Powell. Powell drives baseline, gets cut off, throws it to Ibaka. Ibaka on the right side, facing up against Middleton. Seven on the shot clock, will drive right along the baseline, gets double team spins, kicks it out. Powell, top of the key three. That's good. Norman Powell knocking down the big time three point ball, and the Raptors lead it 37 to 25. Middleton hands it off to Bledsoe, gets it back to Middleton. Middleton dribbles over to the right wing, up top to Miritich. Miritich guarded by Van Fleet. Has the ball poked away by Siakam. Here comes the Raptors, a four-on-four. Here's Van Fleet, right wing Ibaka three ball. Off the back of the rim, no good. Rebound, Antetokounmpo. The Greek freak will jog it into the front court. Gets to the line, throws it right side to Middleton. Fakes the three. Now back up top to Giannis. Toronto daring him to take the shot. He won't. He spins into the paint, puts a shot off the glass. No. Rebound, Gasol. He'll get it to Van Fleet. Van Fleet, right corner, Powell three. No good. That one rattles out, and Miritich gets the board. Toronto really getting the uh, superior looks here in the early going of this first half. 
they are getting a bunch of wide open looks while Milwaukee's settling for some difficult opportunities. Here's Middleton, 10 on the shot clock. It's a screen from Miritich on the left side, now switched on to by Ibaka. 7 on the shot clock. Middleton gets double teamed, throws it right wing Bledsoe into the corner to Giannis, fakes the 3, back up top Middleton, he'll fire the 3 as the shot clock expires. That's well short. Rebound Gasol. Gasol will get it to Van Fleet, and we've got a foul off the ball. It's going to be on Giannis. Giannis trying to stop the transition opportunity, and absolutely that shot, after looking at the replay, that Miritich was able to collect and put in the offensive rebound, that should not have counted. And uh, I always wonder in those situations, you know, they, they definitely, if, if the shot goes in, they definitely take it away. But if it's an offensive rebound, sometimes they don't. As Van Fleet throws it left wing, Siakam gets into the paint, into the corner, right corner to, to uh, Powell, throws it cross court to Van Fleet. He gets into the paint, throws it right corner, Siakam three, that one's well short. Rebound, Bledsoe. Bledsoe to the timeline, throws it right wing, Brogdon three, that's good. Malcolm Brogdon with a couple of triples in this first half, and Toronto's lead is 37-28 to as we approach the nine-minute mark of this first half. Ibaka at the top, hands it off to Powell. Powell, dribbling with his left, gets a screen. Dribbles to the left elbow, back up top Ibaka. Ibaka right side, Van Fleet, eight on the shot clock, gets a screen from Ibaka, to the line, to the lane, Euro steps in, kicks it out, Powell wide open, left corner, three, and he nailed it. Norman Powell with another three ball, a huge boost off the bench for the Raptors, and they lead it 40-28 to with 8.43 to go in the second quarter, and that will lead to a Milwaukee Bucks timeout from head coach Mike Budenholzer. Really fascinating game so far. Both teams absolutely playing at a frantic pace. And and that's really what you got to do, you know, if... Uh, regardless of talent, the the one thing that you can, as a coach, get your team to do is to make sure that they play fast. And 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 there's a difference between playing fast and out of control, and playing fast and uh, just aggressive. And I think both teams are, are are being are being aggressive. They're they're not making too many mistakes. I think the difference is Toronto has just been able to take away the basket by uh, just clogging the paint, and and they've done so. In kind of unusual ways, you know, Giannis likes to likes to spin. He likes to euro step, and Toronto isn't uh, isn't really double teaming until he actually makes the move. Like once he starts his spin, that's when you see the defense really collapse in on him, and it's made it really difficult. He he, you know, he is one of those types of players that typically once he goes into his move, he likes to shoot, and uh, isn't one of those that 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 likes to and is comfortable making those last second passes and and Toronto has maybe taken a little bit of advantage of that. And also the Raptors unlike their series against Philadelphia where they shot horribly from downtown have really shot the ball well thus far here in the uh, in the early going. I'll uh take a look at the uh, the stats here momentarily. I'll just pull them up here. But uh, already, you know, Norman Powell has a couple of threes, which is uh, which is a big, a really good sign. You know, he's a guy that at some time, some, at various points, has been unplayable because he just can't make a shot, and the defense doesn't respect him. But so far, the Raptors have already knocked down eight threes, eight of eighteen for over forty-four percent, and uh, just about everybody has knocked one down. Their whole starting lineup has knocked a three down including Lowry with two, uh, Danny Green has hit one of two, Gasol one of two, Leonard and Siakam both one of three from downtown, and Powell two of three. Uh, so already six different Raptors knocking down the three-point ball 
really good sign, and uh, that's a pretty good indicator if they're knocking down shots with their defense and uh, the brilliance of the iso ball of Kawhi Leonard. They've got a really good chance to win. And uh, for Milwaukee, uh, they you know it's it's the opposite. They're four of eighteen from the three point line. That really has been the, the the difference so far in this game. Toronto knocking down shots and Milwaukee missing. Middleton zero for three. Bledsoe 0 for 1, Lopez 0 for 3, Miritich 0 for 2. You know, uh, the only guy really doing well so far is Brogdon. He's 2 for 3 from downtown. Uh, So, uh, but, you know, maybe just saying it's a matter of making or missing shots is is not giving Toronto enough credit. Their defense has been very active. They've they've made Milwaukee swing the basketball on multiple occasions, and and Milwaukee has run into the uh, the shot clock on, on... uh, and, and had to fire up sort of desperation heaves at the buzzer on numerous occasions. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if the NBA comes back and takes away a couple of points from Milwaukee due to the fact that uh, uh, that one bucket on the offensive rebound by Miritich should not have counted. As we're back, and Bledsoe throws it left wing to Brogdon. Brogdon guarded by Powell. Gets it inside to Middleton, left corner. Face up on Leonard. He takes the jumper and hits. Middleton knocking down about the 18-footer. He's uh, he's a guy that has to get going. He was really great in that Boston series. And uh, he's a guy that Milwaukee really relies on to produce offense. Here's Gasol, right wing into the right corner to Leonard. Leonard facing up on Middleton, 10 on the shot clock. Drives left, step back from the elbow. That one's off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound by Giannis. He'll dribble it up to the left wing. Takes a walk-in three. That's no good. Rebound Powell. And we've got a loose ball foul as Bledsoe flew in from the top going for an offensive rebound, and he was clobbered. And uh, Milwaukee will keep it. As it looked like he got double-teamed there by both Van Fleet and Powell as he was flying in. One of those plays where if you just uh, really run in aggressively and create some contact, uh, you you can get a foul. Toronto daring Giannis to shoot the three. That was something Boston did not do enough of, I didn't think, in that second-round series. Here's Lopez with the ball at the free-throw line. Drives in. Euro step around. Gasol puts it up over contact and in. Really tough shot there from Lopez. And that makes it an eight-point game. Toronto 40, Milwaukee 32, 7.45 to go in the second. Gasol with the ball on the left wing, looking for Leonard. Now throws it right side Ibaka. Ibaka hands it off to Van Fleet. Van Fleet gets a screen from Ibaka. Pocket pass. Surge will take a 15-footer off the front of the rim. No good. Rebound Lopez. Lopez gets it to Brogdon. Brogdon will jog it up into the front court to the right wing. Up top, Lopez. Left side, Hill. Hill back up top to Brogdon. Gets a screen from Lopez. Now dribbles under the basket. Tries to put it up over Gasol. No, but Lopez again there for the offensive rebound. And the stick back. Brooke Lopez having a pretty good impact on the offensive boards. And the lead is down to six. Here's Van Fleet gets a screen from Gasol and hits a walk-in 18-footer from the top of the key. And the Raptors lead it by eight. Here's Middleton up top to Giannis. Giannis with a head of steam gets into the paint, kicks it out. Brogdon left wing three. That's well off the mark. Rebound Lowry. Lowry will dribble his right hand over the left wing. Guarded by Hill. Still maintaining his dribble. We'll get a screen from Ibaka. Now we'll reject it. Kicks it back to Ibaka. Ibaka trying to find Leonard, getting denied by Brogdon. He'll finally get it to him. Leonard gets a screen. Walk-in three-pointer from the left side. No good. Rebound Giannis. Giannis will push it down the left wing. Throws it up top. Lopez, he'll fire a deep three from the top and connect. Brooke Lopez has been terrific for the Bucks. 
And he has cut the Toronto lead down to five with 6.28 to go in the second quarter. Gasol just, uh, you know, creeping into the lane to stop that penetration, and Lopez able to take advantage. And uh, he is excited about that three-point knockdown. So uh, the referees did not take away, as far as I know, that uh, that uh, two-point bucket. And that's something that I think they've got to change if that's a part of the rules where, you know, if a shot is well after the uh, the, the buzzer, and you can see that on the replay, but because it's not the shot that goes in, it's the offensive rebound, and then the putback that goes in, they can't take it away. I think that's foolish. I think that should just be labeled as a turnover. You take it away, even if they get four rebounds and they finally put it in, the, it's still that possession was continued because you missed the shot clock violation. So uh, I, I think that's a, something that the NBA definitely needs to look at. And, uh, you know, in a series this competitive, that those two points could make the difference. But Lopez certainly uh, giving Milwaukee a boost. He's 5 of 8 from the field, including uh, uh, 1 for 4 from, from downtown, but a couple of key offensive rebounds and putbacks. And, uh, you know, he is, uh, in his plus-minus, he's the only Milwaukee starter that is positive. In his 10 minutes, he's plus one. But uh, a little bit concerning that the likes of Bledsoe and Miritich are uh, in the in the double digits in, in minus in that plus-minus category. Milwaukee shooting 15 of 39 in the early going for a little under 37%. Still struggling from downtown at 5 of 21. Been to the free-throw line just twice, knocked them both down. They've got 23 rebounds to the uh, the Raptors' 18, so winning the the, gla- the boards, the battle of the boards a little bit. Uh, Milwaukee with six assists, a couple of steals, three blocks, and five turnovers. Toronto with just four turnovers. They've got they're shooting a little bit better from the field. 16 of 35 for a little over 47 percent. Eight of 19 from downtown for 44 uh, percent. Two for two from the free throw line. Seven assists, four steals, a couple of blocks, and as I mentioned, those four turnovers. So far, uh, the only guy really in foul trouble is Danny Green. He's got two. And uh, every, there, there's uh, Gasol, Lowry, and Van Fleet, all with one in terms of fouls for the Raptors. For Milwaukee, nobody with two fouls. They've only committed three total. Middleton, Bledsoe, and Giannis, all with one apiece. So after that impressive opening quarter for Toronto in which they outscored Milwaukee 34-23, to the Bucks have come storming back with a 14-8 to quarter so far here in the second with 6.28 to go. The score, Toronto 42, Milwaukee 37. Despite the fact that the Raptors won that Game 7 against Philly, one of the things, and, and I've been talking about this all year if you listen to to uh, Stephen Lowen and and, uh, and my podcast last week, where we discussed the series, you know, we we both talked about the fact that Danny Green should be playing more for the Raptors, and for a good chunk of the fourth quarter of that game seven, he was not out there on the floor, and you know, Philadelphia did a good job of taking him away, but he still provides value with his floor spacing. If you've got a guy essentially denying him, that opens up the floor for everybody else, and of course, Green is an excellent defensive player. You know, they, they chose to play Siakam in that fourth quarter 
despite the fact that uh, Siakam really struggled offensively for the latter portion of that series. Toronto with the ball coming out of the timeout, going from left to right here in the second quarter. Leonard gets a screen from Siakam at the top, now dribbles right of the lane, back up top to Siakam. Siakam fakes the jumper, drives in, has the ball poked away by Ilyasova, somehow saves it to Lowry. Lowry drives in, puts up a floater off the glass, no, fight for the rebound, and Siakam is going to tip it out last, and uh, Lowry can't believe the call, and neither can Nick Nurse, as it will be Bucks basketball with six minutes to go in the second quarter. George Hill dribbles it into the front court over the left wing. Gets a screen from Middleton, now switched onto by Green. He throws it left side, Middleton. Dribbles towards the baseline, fadeaway 20-footer, and he hits. Got the shot up over the likes of Kyle Lowry, and the lead is down to three, but Kyle Lowry finds Danny Green inside. He def- The pass is deflected, but Green picks it back up, fires it to Lowry on the left wing, and he drills a three. So Kyle Lowry with a couple of uh, three-point balls here. I believe that's three from downtown for Lowry here in the early going. Toronto's lead back up to six. Here's Brogdon up top to Middleton. Middleton awaiting a screen from Lopez. He'll find Lopez on the slip. Gets all the way to the hoop. Can't finish, but he draws the foul. Milwaukee taking advantage of the Raptors. Switching there as Lopez looked like he was coming out to set the screen and then just darted towards the basket. Middleton able to find him on the cut. And uh, Lopez, when he gets uh, when he gets the ball, he's got such long strides, he can get to the hoop in one or two steps from the three-point line. Lopez firing up the first free throw. That one's up and in. So the lead for the Raptors down to five. Lopez trying to cut it to four. On the floor for Milwaukee, it's Hill and Brogdon in the backcourt along with Miritich and Ilyasova in the frontcourt and Lopez at center. For the Raptors, it's Lowry and Danny Green in the backcourt, Leonard and Siakam in the frontcourt, and Gasol, their, uh, their original starting lineup out there at the moment. Here's Leonard with the basketball at the top. Awaiting a screen from Siakam, will drive left, gets double teamed, a bump from Ilyasova. They're going to call an offensive foul on Leonard as uh, Ilyasova, one of the best charge takers in the NBA, able to take the contact and draw the foul. Even though Ilyasova was sliding, it did look like Leonard used his off arm to push off there. So we're about to approach the five-minute mark of this opening half. Here's Brogdon, top of the key, gets a screen from Lopez. Picks up his dribble, throws it left side, Miritich right back to Brogdon. Brogdon gets another screen, drives right of the lane, gets under the hoop. Now snaking, throws it up top to Miritich, fakes the three, left side step three, that one's well off the mark. Rebound Gasol, he'll hand it to Siakam who will push it. Guarded by Ilyasova, now gets a screen from Leonard. Siakam on the left side will back down, spin baseline, puts up a left-handed push shot off the glass and in. Pascal Siakam with a gorgeous bucket, and the Raptors lead it 47-40. Siakam with 11 on 5-11 of from the field. Here's Hill with the basketball top of the key, gets a screen from Lopez, left of the lane, snaking under the basket, throws it right corner, Ilyasova, picks up his dribble. Guarded by Siakam, throws it cross-court, Lopez. Lopez fakes the three, contested by Green, drives into the paint, puts up a push shot, no good, rebound Gasol. Good defense there from Toronto. Here's Leonard with the basketball, crosses over, gets the line, throws it right wing, Lowry up top, Gasol, wide open three, and he hits. Mark Gasol gives the Raptors a double-digit lead once again as we hit the four-minute mark of this opening half. Toronto 50, Milwaukee 40. Lopez throws it right wing to Brogdon. He drives left, gets all the way to the bucket, puts it up and in with the left hand off the glass. Milwaukee taking advantage of the size of Lowry on numerous occasions. Now Lowry with the turnover, trying to find Leonard, 
And as George Hill brings it up the floor, Lowry commits the foul to stop the fast break. That's the matchup that Milwaukee has tried to get. They've tried to get Middleton against, uh, you know, guarded by Lowry to take advantage of Middleton's size and his ability to shoot over the top. And uh, they've, you know, they, they've tried to attack Lowry that time with Brogdon kind of isolating Lowry on one side of the floor, putting shooters all across the other side and letting Brogdon attack. And it's been reasonably effective, despite the fact that Lowry is a, a pretty solid defender. Ball inbounded from Giannis to George Hill. He'll walk it into the front court. Going between the legs, will wait a screen from Giannis. Gets it, throws it back up top to Giannis on the pop. Giannis spins into the paint, gets double team, kicks it up top. Hill, right wing Miritich, fakes the pass, drives in, puts it up, no, and rebound by Siakam. Siakam now pushing it for Toronto. Gets over to the left side, finds Lowry, guarded by Antetokounmpo. Lowry finds Siakam. Siakam originally double teamed, now gets double teamed in the corner, has the ball poked away, picks it back up, fight for the loose ball, and we've got what appears to be a timeout for the Raptors. Milwaukee calling for travel as Siakam, with the basketball, was spinning to prevent uh, the uh, the Bucks players from uh, getting and getting to the basketball. And uh, I got to agree with Bud there that that uh, that should be a travel. But nonetheless, Toronto getting a timeout there. And, uh, you know, when you talk about the referees making mistakes, sometimes, you know, all this stuff, even though there's mistakes both ways, you hope that it, uh, that it evens up. And Milwaukee getting the advantage of that bucket early on uh, with that uh, shot clock violation. If Toronto's able to score two here, you could pretty much say, okay, we're, we're even after a couple of missed calls. But yeah, going back to that Philadelphia-Toronto series, I was talking about the adjustments that kind of turned the series, first with Brett Brown putting Embiid on Siakam and then uh, putting Butler and uh, Harris in the pick-and-roll more often as their offensive focus, and then Nick Nurse going big and trusting the only bench player in Ibaka that really brought it that series, and that really changed things, got Toronto a 3-2 lead. And then in Game 7, it was kind of like both teams had figured it out. Both teams didn't really have many adjustments to make. It was just a battle of the wills. And Toronto, able to edge it out, played absolutely tremendous defense in that Game 7. Got a fantastic performance on both ends from Kawhi Leonard, not only slowing down Jimmy Butler on one end, but going 16 of 39 from the field, taking that many shots. And even though that's only uh, 41%, that was pretty efficient considering the game's totals. As out of the timeout, Leonard puts up a floater from the free throw line. That one's no good as the shot clock expires. Rebound Giannis. He kicks it up to Middleton, right side Bledsoe. Bledsoe up top to Giannis. Giannis gets a screen switched onto by Leonard. He throws it left corner, Brogdon three. That's good. A gorgeous pass from Giannis as he got double teamed in the paint, able to find the shooter in the corner. And the Bucks have cut the lead to five. Brogdon with his third three of the ball game. He's got 11. Here's Lowry fires it to Danny Green, who tries to get it back to Lowry, but it's picked off by George Hill. George Hill goes all the way in, can't get it, but Giannis is there for the putback slam. And now we've got uh, what looks to be the, the Raptors are calling for a delay of game, and uh, they can't believe it wasn't called. So the score, Toronto 50, Milwaukee 47. Here comes Siakam attacking on the other end. Gets double team, kicks it out. Gasol, right wing Danny Green, fakes the three, puts it up. That one's no good, but he draws the foul. And it looks like he's going to shoot three. 
Bledsoe with a bad foul there as uh, Danny Green able to pull, put the shot fake, and as Bledsoe went by, he uh, reached his arm out and, and got Green. Really not sure what the Raptors were complaining about there. It looked like as Giannis went up for the dunk that uh, he was, uh, you know, the ball actually hit the underside of the rim as he was going up, but I don't think there's anything actually wrong with that. Um Unless they were asking for a delay a game, which maybe I didn't quite get a chance to see that. The first free throw for Danny Green is up and in. So Toronto leading at 51-47. I believe this is three free throws here. As he puts up the second, that one's in as well. So Toronto now their lead back up to five. Two minutes to go in this opening half. Green will, will have one more to try to make it or push it back to six. What a terrific basketball game this has been thus far. Both teams playing at a a pretty high level. And that's what you want to see in a series like this. As uh, he knocks down all three, so Toronto leading 53-47. Here's Bledsoe dribbling over the right side. Gets to the right elbow up top to Giannis. Giannis hands it off to Middleton. Middleton guarded by Siakam. Will spin, now dribbles it back out. Good defense from Siakam. Middleton throws it left side to Giannis. Giannis spins into the paint, throws it out to Lopez, fakes the three, drives in, puts a shot up off the glass, no good, rebound Lowry. Lowry will push it for the Raptors, gets all the way to the line to the lane, puts it up with the right hand, no. Good contest there from Lopez. Here's Middleton on a three-on-four situation for Milwaukee. He'll kick it up top to, to Lopez, back to Middleton. Middleton drives right, gets to the free throw line, step back jumper from there is pure. Chris Middleton makes it a 53-49 ball game. The Bucks are within four. 1-10 to go in the second. Here's Leonard dribbling the basketball on the left side, guarded by Middleton. Will isolate against him. Drive baseline. Pulls up from about five feet over the outstretched hands of Lopez and hits. Kawhi Leonard with one of his classic difficult shots. Here's Giannis dribbling towards the left side. He'll take a pull-up 18-footer. Exactly the shot Toronto wants him to take, and he misses. Here comes Toronto. Kawhi with the ball on the right wing. Spins past spins past Middleton and then got under the hoop. Tried to put up a reverse and draws the foul. Beautiful move from Leonard. I wasn't sure exactly what he was going for there. It would have been a very tough finish, but uh, able to, to get the foul on Lopez as he tried to block contesting from behind. Yeah, Leonard took, out, took off from basically almost on the right side of the lane and uh, was able to get all the way under to the other side. Would have had to put some massive spin on the basketball to potentially make that reverse land as Leonard knocks down the first free throw. As they're showing some highlights of uh, the Raptors being able to collapse their defense as soon as Giannis gets into the paint. And Giannis has been able to beat them on a couple of occasions with some nice passes. The second free throw for Leonard is up and in. Toronto leading at 57-49, 43 seconds to go in the first half. Middleton will walk it up over the timeline into the front court, calls for a Lopez screen, gets it now, is switched on to by Siakam, will call for a Giannis screen, and Siakam is going to be called for the foul on Middleton as he dribbled over the right side. So that will reset the shot clock at 14, 33.1 on the game clock. Milwaukee still, if they can get off a quick shot, could have a two-for-one here. As Brogdon will inbound it on the far sideline. We'll get it into Giannis. He'll drive into the paint. 
Good verticality from from Gasol, but Giannis able to score over the top anyway. So Milwaukee does get that two for one. There's about a seven or eight second differential between the clocks. And the, the score is Toronto 57, Milwaukee 51. Here's Lowry dribbling over on the right wing, getting a screen from Gasol. Dribbles towards the center, throws it left corner, Siakam, three ball. No good off the back of the rim. Fight for the rebound, and Gasol tipped it to Green, who touch passes it inside under the basket to Leonard, who slams it home. Beautiful play there from Danny Green, and the Raptors lead it 59-51. Seven on the game clock. Here's Middleton. Splits the trap off the pick and roll. Gets into the paint. Floater, no. Giannis fighting for the rebound. Can't put it up and in. And the crowd can't believe there's no foul as the buzzer sounds. Giannis, uh, there was some contact, but it looked like maybe he was going over the top and over the back of a, a Raptor player. We'll get another look at a replay. As uh, Oh, yeah, that's got to be a foul on Danny Green. As, uh, as Giannis had position, Green kind of slid under him and gave him a hip check as he was putting that shot up. Uh, that is definitely a missed call from the officials and something Milwaukee will be upset with. But uh, nonetheless, it wasn't called in the score at halftime. It's the Toronto Raptors 59 and the Milwaukee Bucks, 51. What a terrific opening half we have seen here. And again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. My name is Garrett Bouguet. I'm your host for the rest of the ball game. This is Duncan Dynasty. This is one of my live episodes where I do a radio play-by-play. And uh, during the commercial breaks, I will give you all my thoughts about uh, the NBA as a whole and... Uh, and uh, some of my thoughts. And, and the most recent news out of the NBA is the NBA Draft Lottery. The the winner of the draft lottery from last night getting the number one overall pick and most likely the opportunity to draft the Duke product Zion Williamson is the New Orleans Pelicans. And of course that is a, a very fascinating story in its own right because of all the drama that the Pelicans had going on this year with Anthony Davis requesting a trade. Not happy with how the season had gone. He wants to compete. I believe that's what he wants. He wants to compete at a very high level. So, you know, David Griffin is now the uh, the GM of the Pelicans. He's an excellent GM. He's got a very good track record going back to his days with the Cavaliers. Of course, bringing the Cavaliers a title in the 2016 season. So Griffin, you know, with his new position, he, he was hired a, a month or two back. And uh, he's got a great asset now with the number one overall pick. Whether that is an asset that, uh, that he'll keep, I would imagine he would. And, and the question, too, is, is Zion Williamson enough of a uh, productive player right now, a, a game-winning player, that that could convince Anthony Davis to change his mind? I certainly don't think so. As good as Zion Williamson is projected to be, he still has his flaws. He's not a great jump shooter. I don't think he's going to translate, at least early on, to being a good three-point shooter in the NBA. Uh, you know, all rookies, or at least most rookies, aren't positive on the defensive end early on in their career, even if they've got the defensive tools to get there, there's just a lot to learn in terms of rotations and and help assignments and learning teams' play calls and their sets and player tendencies. There's a lot of things that you got to learn uh, before you can become a productive defensive player. So I doubt that Zion is going to be the difference maker in terms of convincing Anthony Davis that this is a situation that he can win championships. This is a team that he can win championships with. So, you know, there's there's been a lot of talk that David Griffin is saying, you know, we're going to try to convince Anthony Davis to stay. 
And of course, like if that's possible, you've got to you've got to try that. Anthony Davis is a top ten player in the league, and if you can somehow you know change his mind and can convince him to sign a long term deal, he's young enough that he'll still be good for a long time when Zion enters his prime. So you've got to try. But uh, if you don't get a firm commitment from him before the start of the season that his mind has been changed and that he's going to resign, I think you got to trade him. It's just too much of a, a downside, the idea of getting this potential building block in Zion and then having an asset in Anthony Davis that you can get a bunch of young players and or draft picks to build around this, uh, this franchise piece. Uh, you know, if you just let Anthony Davis walk out for nothing and don't get anything for him, you know that's you know that that's just putting your your uh, your rebuild at a major disadvantage. Zion is is potentially in in five to ten years then going to have a similar situation to Anthony Davis, where the team hasn't done a good enough job of building a roster around him, and he'll want to leave. You know, so the fact that you've got an opportunity to not only have another franchise changer in Zion. And you've got a trade piece to build around him and do it successfully, unlike the last time you had the superstar in that position. I think it's a, a perfect opportunity for David Griffin to to start a fantastic rebuild. And, you know, you've got a guy in Drew Holiday that I think still has trade value that you could uh, potentially get even further assets. And trading guys like Davis and Holiday as well, getting those assets, it also makes you a worse team on the floor for next year, which also gives you a better draft pick for next season and uh, another potential piece to build around the likes of Zion. So I expect the, uh, the, the Pelicans are going to eventually trade Anthony Davis. It's just a matter of time. And... You know, the, I think what David Griffin is saying in terms of we're trying to, to keep him, and, and that that may very well be true, but it also could be just a ploy to, to try and get as much out of these other teams. You know, you need to have the leverage of saying, well, if you don't offer us something good enough, we can just keep him. You know, that is an option for us, and if teams don't believe that's an option for you, they might not offer you as much. So Griffin, I think, playing his cards right here, not, uh, um, you know, not committing to any one direction, trying to keep his options open, and uh, do whatever uh, you know, whatever is best for the franchise when the time comes. The other big winner, of course, is the Memphis Grizzlies, who finished uh, and and had their ping pong ball selected as the number two selection in the draft. And uh, this draft seems to be—I haven't done a ton of study into the draft as of yet. Uh, a couple of the guys that I've had on the pod. In Scott Levine and, and Simon Sharon Gordon, they do some great work on a site called Red Team Scouting, where they uh, they've done a lot of work on on potential draft prospects and the draft as a whole. So uh, I urge you, if you're interested in the draft and 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 some of the possibilities for these teams, of course, uh, if you're if you're listening in in the Ohio area, the Cavs have a top five pick, so uh, it'll be interesting to see who they might select as well. But if you're interested in that, check out Red Team Scouting. They do a great job over there, and. Uh, course draft express with espn uh, mike schmitz does a does an excellent job there as well so there's plenty of opportunities and, and sites to to catch up on uh, some of these prospects if you don't watch college basketball like me you know i, I mostly just uh, will uh, will watch some games for particular prospects i watched a good chunk of the the duke north carolina game in the ac uh, the acc championship because there were three prospects on each team that were projected first round first round picks 
But uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, another another winner along with the Pelicans. The Grizzlies getting the second overall pick, and they were also in a position where if their pick stayed put, uh, they they would have lost it to the uh, the Boston Celtics. So not only to keep their pick, but for it to be as high as the number two selection in a very top heavy draft, from what I've gathered, is a huge win for Memphis. There's guys like John Morant who looks to be a very intriguing talent at the point guard position. I was able to watch a couple of his games in the NCAA tournament uh, with Murray State. But John Morant is a guy that looks like he's got NBA range on his jumper. He's got uh, excellent passing skills. He can throw passes, slingshot passes with both hands. He's got really good ball handling. His finishing, I think, is his uh, you know one of his major weaknesses. He does need to add some bulk so he can take that, that those hits, that contact inside, and still finish. But uh, he, he's got pretty good length. I think he could eventually turn into a decent defender, although I feel like most rookie point guards are pretty bad defensively uh, early on. But he's got the tools to become a decent defender, I think. And, you know, I, I heard a couple of people on Twitter comparing the likes of uh, a John Morant and a Jaron Jackson Jr. combo to the next, the future Conley-Gasol pairing for the Memphis Grizzlies. And that's interesting, you know, having, having that perimeter, that, that point guard, and that big man that are both two-way players. You know, if you've got two guys at those positions that are, you know, top ten at the league at their spot, you're, you're going to have a chance to, to, to compete and, and be a playoff team for a long time to come. So Memphis has got to be really happy right now. The New York Knicks uh, finished in, in the third spot. They were able to get one of their ping-pong balls selected. But, uh, you know, I, I think... For me, it's a it's really you know a uh, Zion and Ja are on one tier, and then there's a second tier with basically uh, just R.J. Barrett of Duke. I think he is a step down to those top two guys, though, if if you ask me. Uh, but uh, Barrett, I think, is a, is a solid wing prospect, and the Knicks need talent at just about every position. Uh, but certainly, it's disappointing. You know, the the best case scenario for New York was getting that number one pick, potentially having that asset to offer in a Davis trade and getting the likes of uh, of Irving and Durant and free agency, it's unlikely they now have the assets to uh, to trade for Davis. So that, uh, that trio, that pipe dream is probably over now for New York. But, you know, the third pick, you could, you could be worse. And there are a couple teams, as I'll talk about here momentarily, that uh, are actually in, in, in worse shape. The fourth pick went to the Los Angeles Lakers. That was a big-time get for LA uh the uh the fact that you know they are one of the the favorites in terms of uh, uh offering a trade package and, and acquiring Anthony Davis now with the with the number four pick in the draft that is another really good asset to be able to throw in that deal to entice the uh the Pelicans to potentially trade him they also you know I believe at the trade deadline last year offered basically all of their young uh, talent in the likes of Lonzo Ball and Josh Hart and Kyle Kuzma as well as Brandon Ingram. So, you know, maybe you take a, you take off a player or two if you're including this number one overall pick. But the number one overall pick plus, you know, the Pelicans' favorite two or three of the Lakers' young players is a very intriguing offer and something that I very much would consider if I'm New Orleans. You know, you... you the Pelicans would have the opportunity to draft Zion, draft another player that they think would fit well with Zion, plus get some young talent, and plus have you know their future draft picks as well. I think that would be a very, very promising package 
Of course, Boston is also still in contention to trade for for Zion. It'll all depend on Kyrie Irving whether he stays or not. If he stays, they'll be uh, they'll be definitely in uh, amongst the bidders trying to trade for Anthony Davis. Uh, and Boston has three picks of their own. The the Sacramento pick that they got in that Markel Fultz Jason Chatham trade did not turn out to be that great. It's going to end up being the worst pick of the lottery at number fourteen. So that's unfortunate for Boston. And then also the fact that they didn't get that Memphis pick, which could have uh, been as high as nine. That's also a disappointment. But they got the Clippers pick, which I believe is at uh, at number 20. And they've got their own pick after losing in the second round at number 22. So they've got an opportunity to potentially, you know, trade up if they wanted to. Uh, They've already got a lot of guys on that roster. So I can't imagine they're going to have... Uh, they're going to draft three more guys that are going to be on their opening day roster for the 2019-20 season. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what Boston does with those picks, whether they utilize those three to, to move into the top ten to get a guy that they've got their eyes set on, or if they draft kind of a, a European stash prospect that that uh, you know might stay over uh, in in a European league for a couple of years and then come over when they're ready to you know have a roster spot open. But Boston's got to be a little bit disappointed, not only with their finish to the regular season, but uh, the results of this lottery. Uh, you know, some things, you know, that Sacramento pick could have been as high as two and they could have kept it. That would have been the uh, dream scenario. They could, you know, they, they could have theoretically had the second pick and the ninth pick and the 20th and 22nd. Like, that's how, could it, that's how good it could have been for Boston. Uh, but instead, they end up with 14, 20, and 22. You know, still, uh, you know, I think most teams that uh, make it to the second round of the playoffs would love to have three first-round draft picks. They've still got a ton of assets, but uh, certainly it could have been better for Danny Ainge and the Celtics. The the Knicks, you know, I, I think they're going to end up drafting R.J. Barrett as long as Zion and, and Ja go 1-2. Barrett, as I mentioned, I think he's in the second tier of prospects uh, on his own. I think he is well ahead of uh, some of those other guys. And then if the fourth pick, the Lakers, you know, the, I mentioned that, that they could use that potentially as a, as another asset in a trade for Davis, or, you know, they could keep it. I, I highly doubt they're going to keep it. I mean, there's been a history of LeBron James-led teams that they don't use their draft picks and be patient and develop those players. They they use any assets they have to, to get current good players. Of course, the Cavs did that uh, in what ended up being a good trade because of how poor uh, Andrew Wiggins ended up being, but they drafted Wiggins one and used him as the prime piece in a deal to get Kevin Love. Uh, so, you know, LeBron James is, is you know, he, he comes into all these new situations and claims that he's patient, but he absolutely is not. He wants to win now, and they're going to probably, in one way or another, use that number four pick to uh, to trade for a, a current player that uh, LeBron would like to join his core there in L.A., what player that will be uh, is uh, is still up for grabs, and, and of course the the Davis sweepstakes are, are going to play a big role in that determination. The Cavs, after being, I believe, in the second spot in terms of uh, of odds in the order, ended up with the fifth pick. Not great uh, for uh, for Cleveland, uh, but there still should be a couple of uh, promising players. DeAndre Hunter, I think, is a guy that uh, you know has great. Uh, defensive potential it's a question mark in terms of uh, how good of an offensive player 
he could be. He's got a little bit of Jonathan Isaac in him, if you ask me, where I think he's almost surely going to be a terrific defensive player. But like Isaac, I I question if he's ever going to be even average on the offensive end of the floor. Uh, But, you know, then there's also Jarrett Culver from Texas Tech. Of course, Texas Tech making that deep run in the NCAA tournament. Uh, he's a wing that I think could help, and, and the Cavs could use a guy like that. Phoenix at the sixth spot, I think they could use either one of those guys as well. Chicago at the seventh spot, uh, you know, all three of those teams. And, and I guess Atlanta at the eighth spot, all four of those teams fell down three spots from where they pro- were projected. Cleveland was at two, they ended at five. Phoenix was projected three, they went six. Chicago 4, they ended up at 7, and Atlanta 5, and they ended up at 8. And Atlanta, this draft couldn't have gone worse. They, you know, they owned their own pick, which was the, you know, had the fifth best odds of uh, of getting into the lottery. They didn't get any of their ping pong balls selected. And then they also had the, uh, the Dallas Mavericks pick, which I believe was uh, in the 7 spot, 7 or 8, and it also dropped back a couple so, you know, their best-case scenario would have been 1-6, and six, their own pick being 1 and Dallas's pick being 6, but it ended up being 8-10. and 10. So uh, really unfortunate for the Atlanta Hawks and Travis Schlenk uh, building a, a young core. But, of course, having two top-10 picks, you know, you, you shouldn't really be complaining that they could get a, a couple of solid players to build to their core. But probably, you know, you're, you're less likely at those spots to, to get that real game-changing player, that franchise-level superstar. So that is a little bit disappointing if you're a Hawks fan. We're back now at the start of the second half. Toronto going from right to left here to open the third quarter. Gasol has it at the top of the circle. Finds Leonard on the cut right of the lane. Picks up his dribble back up top. Gasol right wing into the corner. Leonard five on the shot clock guarded by Lopez. Will drive left. Kicks it up top. Gasol. Gasol left wing. Lowry corner Siakam. He gets the three away but it's an air ball picked up by Middleton. Middleton will throw it left wing Bledsoe. He gets all the way to the bucket. Finds Giannis. Giannis is pushed. And he can't get it to go, but he will go to the line. So the Bucks trailing 59-51, but can try and cut into the Raptors' lead here. Just 30 seconds into this third quarter. Actually, it looks like maybe Bledsoe will be at the free throw line. They called... I'm surprised uh, if it is Bledsoe... Or no, it is Giannis, as I originally thought. Giannis is at the line, shooting two. First one is up and good. Giannis uh, struggled at the free throw line this season, right around uh, you know 70 percent. But he has an occasional game here or there where he uh, he he finds the touch. As uh, the first one went, and uh, he takes a lot of dribbles at the line, took about seven or eight dribbles, puts the second one up, and that one rolls off the front of the rim and in. Toronto 59, Milwaukee 53 in the opening minute. Of the second half, Siakam dribbling over to the right side, dribbling with his right hand, guarded by Giannis, up top to Leonard. Leonard guarded by Middleton. Leonard, jab steps, gets a screen from Gasol, pulls up from the left elbow over Miritich, gets the friendly roll. I'm sure Raptors fans are already reminiscing about the roll he got at the end of Game 7 as that one hit every part of the rim. Middleton up top to Miritich, back to Middleton. He'll get a screen from Giannis, dribbles, pulls up from three. That one's no good. Rebound by Lowry. Lowry will push it. Dribbles over to the left wing. Back pass to Danny Green, cutting along the baseline, but he can't finish. 
Raptors thought there was a foul. Here's Middleton pushing it back. Gets it to Giannis. Right wing Bledsoe. He'll fire the three. That one's short. Fight for the rebound. Picked up by Kawhi Leonard. Leonard will push it into the front court over to the right wing. Crosses over. Gets to the line to the lane. Into the paint. Kicks it out to Lowry. Lowry, left corner. Siakam, three ball. That one's off the mark. Fight for the rebound. Green got his hand on it. And it'll be out of bounds to Milwaukee. Yeah, that shot from Leonard hit the front of the rim, then the back, then the front, and then finally fell. Toronto 61, Milwaukee 53, Bucks in possession, 10-23 to go in the third. Here's Bledsoe dribbling over towards the right wing, guarded by Lowry. We'll throw it up top to Giannis. Giannis guarded by Siakam. We'll hand it off to Miritich. Miritich, deep three from the top. That one rattles out. Rebound, Leonard. Leonard will jog it up over the timeline to the front court. Gets a screen from Gasol, dribbling with his left hand, gets to the free throw line. Picks up his dribble, tries to find Gasol, but he loses it. Giannis in transition loses the basketball, but somehow picks it back up, finds Miritich, and he lays it up and in in transition. Uh, Funky play there as it looked like Giannis had lost the basketball, but no Toronto Raptor was in the vicinity to grab it. Giannis collected it back up and then converted the two-for-one. Here's Siakam driving along the baseline, gets under the hoop, kicks it up. Gasol, wide open three from the top. That one's well short. Rebound Middleton. He'll get it to Bledsoe. Bledsoe, one-on-one versus Lowry. Euro step all the way to the basket, puts it up and in off the glass with the right hand. And Milwaukee going on a bit of a run to start the third. They've cut the Raptors' lead to four. Here's Lowry. He'll walk it up into the front court, gets a screen from Gasol, dribbles to the left, left of the lane, gets all the way under the bucket, throws it right corner to Siakam. He drives, loses it, picked up by Bledsoe. He'll beat everyone down, tries to put it up and in, and does. Off the glass and in, timeout Toronto, as Bledsoe getting the reverse to go in transition. It looked like maybe Kawhi was going to be able to come from behind and block it, but Bledsoe using the rim to protect the layup, and he gets it to go. So Milwaukee off to a great start. 8-2 to two to start the quarter, and they've cut the Raptors' lead 2-2. What a fantastic game this has been so far. Fast-paced, terrific offense, and in the few times that we've seen half-court defense, the defense has been terrific both ways. We have had a little bit of sloppiness here, a couple of turnovers in the early going. And that has uh, been a big problem and why the Raptors have gotten off to a rough start turning the basketball over. Looking at the stats for the game so far, Toronto 22 of 50 from the field for 44%, 10 of 25 from downtown for 40%. There's 7 of 7 from the stripe. 30 rebounds compared to, uh, actually it's uh, the rebounding battle is tied at 30. Toronto with 10 assists, Milwaukee with 12 Toronto with four steals, the Bucks with six, the Raptors two blocks, and Milwaukee four. And now Milwaukee winning the uh, turnover category. The Raptors up to nine turnovers, and the Bucks just five. Milwaukee still shooting, uh, you know, not too well from the from the field. Twenty four of fifty nine for just a shade under forty percent. Six of twenty six from downtown. The fact that they're shooting. 23.1% from three and down just two is probably a good sign if you're a Bucks fan. Five of six from the free throw line. From an individual perspective, uh, leading the way for the Bucks, it's Giannis with 15 points, six of 13 from the field, one of three from downtown, and two of two from the line. He's also got nine rebounds, three assists, two steals, and a block, along with three turnovers. Brooke Lopez with 12 points, five of 10 shooting, one three. He's got four rebounds, a couple of assists. 
Off the bench, Brogdon has produced well. He's got 11 points in 12 minutes, 4 of 7 from the field, including 3 of 5 from downtown. He's also got a couple of rebounds and 3 assists. For Toronto, leading the way is Kawhi Leonard with 17 points, 6 of 12 from the field, including 1 of 4 from downtown. He's 4 of 4 from the charity stripe. He's got 4 rebounds, a couple of steals, and 3 turnovers. Pascal Siakam with 11 points on 6 of 14, or excuse me, it's 5 of 14 from the field, and 1 of 6 from 3, 5 rebounds. So Siakam, after getting off to a good start, has really cooled off. Uh, He's gotten a couple of, uh, especially to start this third quarter, he's got a couple of good looks from the left corner wide open, and uh, he airballed one and bricked another. Uh, Those are shots that uh, were really a a difference maker in that series against Philly when he was able to knock down a couple of those that that brought uh, Embiid a little bit away from the bucket. And uh, he'll have to uh, space the floor well for Toronto if they want to win this series with Milwaukee's defense really packing the paint better than than anyone does in the entire league. Kyle Lowry's got nine points. He's three of six from the field, including three of four from downtown. He's got six rebounds and a couple of assists. So, uh, you know, both teams playing pretty good basketball. And uh, Milwaukee off to a, a 8-2 spurt in this third quarter to cut Toronto's lead to two as we're back from commercial. Toronto going from right to left here in this third quarter. Lowry being pressured full court by Bledsoe. Gets it into the front court. Finds Gasol at the top. 12 on the shot clock. Gasol throws it right wing to Green. Looking into the corner to Siakam. Back to Gasol. Gasol finds a bounce pass to Lowry. He can't finish, but he draws the foul. As Brooke Lopez tried to block the shot. Lowry put it high off the glass and Lopez... Hit him with the body. Siakam really has been has been the problem for the Raptors in this third quarter. A couple of missed threes, that turnover that led to that uh, that layup by Bledsoe right before the timeout. Siakam's got to play better. Lowry's first free throw is up and in. Gives the Raptors a 62-59 lead. 8.53 to go in the third period. Second free throw from Lowry is up, and he gets a friendly roll. So the Raptors lead back up to four. Giannis gets it into Bledsoe. Bledsoe dribbling down the right sideline to the right wing, dribbling his left hand in and out, gets into the paint, puts it up, off the glass and in. He went to the left side and put it up with the right hand as he was hit on the arm. And Bledsoe showing off the muscle after that finish. And he'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Siakam making another mistake there, committing the foul. But uh, that's another situation where Bledsoe attacking Lowry. That has been uh, what Milwaukee has looked at as the Toronto Raptors' weak point on the defensive end. They've really tried to attack Lowry, and with some, some success. Lowry dribbling with his left hand, finds Leonard on the curl, dribbles right of the paint. Beautiful shot fake, gets under the basket, can't finish. Fight for the rebound, and we've got a foul on Milwaukee as Gasol hit the deck, fighting for that offensive rebound. The free throw from Bledsoe, if I forgot to mention it, was good, so uh, it is a one-point game. Toronto leading at 63-62. Here's Siakam on the left side, hands it off to Leonard. Leonard 
Gets a screen from Gasol. Gets the free throw line. Now right of the paint. Fade away along the baseline. No. Fight for the rebound. Siakam got his hands on it, but then it's poked away. Here's Bledsoe. He gets it to Giannis. He'll drive in, and we've got a blocking foul on Kyle Lowry as Giannis took a hard fall, but it looks like he's all right. As uh, Bledsoe with a little shovel pass to Giannis, and that's definitely a good call. Lowry was definitely sliding over to get in front of Giannis. So Giannis will go to the line for two free throws and will have the opportunity to give the Bucks the lead here. A great run to start this third quarter. Giannis with the first. It's up, and it's woefully short. So he won't have the opportunity to take the lead for the Bucks, but uh, he can tie it here with his second. 8.17 to go in the third. Giannis taking a deep breath, puts the second up, and that one rattles out. So 0 for 2 from the line, and here's a leak out. Lowry catches it, puts it up off the glass and in. A mistake there, a huge swing as Giannis misses two free throws, and then the Bucks a miscommunication defensively. Lowry beat everyone down and got the lay-in. Here's Middleton up top to Lopez, hands it off back to Middleton. Middleton has his pass deflected, picked off by Gasol. He finds Leonard, who slams it home with the right hand. Kawhi Leonard makes it a 67-62 Toronto lead. So right when you thought Milwaukee was going to take over, Toronto has boosted the lead back up to 5. Leonard with 19 on 7 of 15 shooting. Here's Giannis, gets a switch with Danny Green on the right elbow, throws it left wing, Bledsoe three, that one's short. Rebound Danny Green, he'll get it to Lowry. Lowry throws it left wing to Siakam, back to Lowry. Lowry dribbles towards the left corner, guarded by Bledsoe, beautiful fake spin, snakes around the basket, gets it inside of Gasol. Gasol back to Lowry, 11 on the shot clock, fires a deep three and he hits. Kyle Lowry making a big impact on this nice run for the Raptors, and they've built the lead back up to eight with 7.08 to go in the third. Here's Giannis getting into the paint, kicks it out. Bledsoe wide open, right corner three, no good. Bledsoe's got to knock down those shots. Toronto playing off him. Here's Leonard, crosses over, gets the line to the lane, tries to dunk it over Lopez, but Lopez gets the block. Now we've got a three-on-three for Milwaukee. Giannis gets into the paint, left wing, Miritich three, no good. Rebound, Gasol. Gasol passes it to Lowry, who throws it up to Danny Green. Danny Green, left wing, tries to drive past Lopez, now kicks it up to Siakam up top. Gasol, left side, Lowry. He'll throw it to the block to Leonard. Leonard on Middleton, he'll back down, spins, fades away, shot fakes, and draws the foul. Beautiful patience there and footwork from Leonard as he got his chest into Middleton, backed him down, then spun baseline, faked the fadeaway jumper, and Middleton left his feet and... uh, committed the foul. Although now looking at that replay, maybe Kawhi might have gotten away with a little bit of uh, a travel there, although there was plenty of contact even before the foul was called uh, on the dribble as uh, Leonard knocking down the first free throw. So after Milwaukee making quite a run, now Toronto has actually gained the edge in the quarter as... uh, Kawhi makes it 71-62 and uh, will try to extend the lead to 10 with this free throw. And he does. So Toronto's now outscored Milwaukee 13, excuse me, 13 to 11 in the period after Milwaukee getting off to an 8-2 start. George Hill into the ball game for the Bucks. He'll walk it into the front court, dribbles over to the right wing up top Giannis. Giannis 
dribbling to the free throw line, kicks it out. Ilya Sova, right corner three. That one's off the mark. Nearly was a wedgie, but then fell off. Rebound by Kawhi. Kawhi dribbles to the line, to the lane, gets into the paint, gets quadruple teamed, puts it up, no, gets his own rebound. A ball is deflected out of bounds. It will remain with the Raptors with 16 on the shot clock. 6-10 on the game clock. As uh, Milwaukee doing a good job of uh, sealing the paint there when Kawhi got in. But man, is Kawhi tough to deal with when he's got a head of steam. Lowry, far baseline, will inbound it. We'll try to get it in. Tries to throw it to Green, and it's stolen by Hill. Hill will get it to Ilyasova, to Brogdon. Now Giannis one-on-one against Gasol. And Gasol just will slap down and commit the foul and make Giannis earn it at the line. That was one of those plays where uh, you wonder if George Hill was maybe a little bit too close to the baseline because he was able to just basically catch that inbounds pass from Lowry. And oftentimes when you see that, it's because they're basically right next to uh, the passer, maybe encroaching on their space. They're supposed to give them a couple of feet of room from the baseline. Giannis back to the line after missing the last two, and he knocks down that one. That may be the turning point in this ballgame is that moment where Giannis was at the line with the Bucks with an opportunity to take the lead. He missed both. Then Lowry got a breakaway off of the miss and got an easy layup. Uh, That could be the swing factor that changes this game one. As Giannis knocks down both free throws, Toronto 72, Milwaukee 64 as we approach the halfway mark of this third quarter. Lowry dribbling it down the left sideline towards the left wing. Finds Gasol at the elbow. Gasol facing up on Ilyasova. Back cutting Leonard. Couple shot fakes. Puts up the reverse and in on the right side with the right hand. Giannis going for the block. Ended up grabbing the rim. So I think it would have counted even if uh, Leonard missed that. Pass up to Giannis. He has the ball poked away. Rebound by Green. He throws it to Lowry. A diving save as the pass was behind him. Here's Siakam. He'll dribble it towards the left corner. Now backing down on Ilyasova, gets into the paint, puts up the shot, has it blocked from behind by Giannis, fight for the rebound, and George Hill picks it up. Giannis slow to get up, but he finally does. Here's Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon dribbles it to the top, and we will get a timeout from Coach Budenholzer as the Bucks trail it by 10. And uh, this is a big moment in this ballgame. And uh, if if you saw any of the uh, the series between the Bucks and the Celtics, the third quarter was a big turning point in that series and why Milwaukee was able to get out of that series in five. There was uh, in game four in Boston, you know, with the series Milwaukee up two to one, Boston had an opportunity at home to, to even the series, send it back to Milwaukee uh, and, and make it a best of three. And the Celtics actually got Milwaukee's two best players in foul trouble. Giannis and Middleton both committed four fouls and left the ball game. But the likes of George Hill and Pat Connaughton actually outscored the Celtics starters for the last half of the third quarter and uh, really changed that ball game. And by the time Giannis and Middleton came back in, they were rested. The Bucks had a comfortable lead, and they just coasted from there. The third quarter was really crucial in, in sort of making that series end up the way it did. And so far, Toronto has done a pretty good job of weathering that third quarter storm. You know, Milwaukee showed a lot of energy out of that locker room getting off to the 8-2 start, but Toronto has uh, has had a response and uh, actually, again, has outscored Milwaukee by two in the quarter. And so far, 
you know, have, has really dominated this ball game. You know, won the first quarter by 11, only lost the second by three, and so far leading here in the third. But uh, it, it has certainly been a really, really fun game to watch so far. And, and I think Toronto has done a pretty good job, too, of of packing the paint and, uh, and forcing Giannis to either make free throws or, uh, you know, take outside jumpers. You know, Giannis has already attempted three threes, six free throws, and uh, he hasn't been, you know, we haven't seen the typical a bunch of Giannis just dunking at the rim over people. Toronto has, has done a pretty good job of, of putting up a wall and then flying around and making it tough on buck shooters. You know, if you can do that, if you can if you can prevent Giannis from going for, for 45 and also limiting their buck shooters, you've got a really good chance. That's kind of uh, been the Milwaukee Bucks formula all season long is uh, you got to pick your poison. It's either Giannis is going to just destroy you or we're going to hit a bunch of threes. And uh, so far, Toronto has been able to uh, at least limit both of those uh, both of those outlets for the Bucks offense. And you know, despite the fact that Siakam at 5 of 15 isn't having the greatest of games, you know, Kyle Lowry has chipped in and hit four threes. He's been big. And uh, Kawhi Leonard, with his consistent offensive production, again, another 23 points on uh, on 8 of 18 and 6 of 6 from the line. He is just so steady and really, in my mind, has been the best player in the NBA playoffs so far. You know, you talk about a guy like Kevin Durant absolutely lighting it up, but I think Leonard's defense has been significantly better and with the fact that Durant just got hurt, you know, Leonard has been able to be, despite the fact that he was rested through a lot of the regular season on the, uh, uh, you know, the, the maintenance uh, that the Raptors had him had him go through and, and the scheduled maintenance, uh, you know, he has been durable in these playoffs. You know, he, he played a lot of minutes in that Philly series, and, and fortunately for him and uh, you know, they, there are no back-to-backs in the playoffs, so he's been able to play heavy minutes, he's been able to play every game, and he's been pretty effective in, in just about every game that Toronto has played in this in this postseason. Milwaukee out of the timeout with the basketball. Here is Brogdon, left wing three, no good. Giannis gets the rebound, bullies his way inside, and draws the foul. Giannis just so tough, he was able to just basically shove Ibaka out of the way after he collected that rebound. And Ibaka is uh, is not a small human being. I believe it's going to be Ibaka on the foul. So Giannis back to the free throw line. First in the NBA in free throw attempts a game in these playoffs at 12. The first is up and in. Toronto 74, Milwaukee 65, 5-10 to go in the third stanza. Second free throw is up, and that one's good. So Giannis has hit four in a row from the stripe, and the Raptors' lead is down to eight. Ibaka gets it into Lowry. It's Lowry and Green along with Leonard, Ibaka, and Gasol for the Raptors. It's Hill, Connaughton, Giannis, Brogdon, and Ilyasova for the Bucks. Here's Lowry, throws a pocket pass to Gasol on the left block. He throws a cutter to Kawhi Leonard, who gets under the basket, then finds Ibaka on the right wing for three, no good. Fight for the rebound. Brogdon comes up with it. Three on two. Brogdon throws into the right corner to Connaughton. He drives past Green, has his shot blocked by Gasol. Beautiful defensive play. Gasol gets it to Green, who throws it right side to Leonard. Leonard now to the right wing, guarded by Brogdon. 
Now he'll back him down at the elbow, up top to Gasol. Gasol gets it right back to Leonard. Leonard likes this matchup. Will drive left, gets all the way to the hoop, puts it up and in with the right hand. Leonard just able to palm that basketball so easily with those enormous hands that he has. Here's Giannis with the ball on the block. He'll drive into the paint and he draws a foul. And the Bucks are in the bonus, so Giannis will go back to the line. That replay, that was absolutely perfect timing and a perfect connection. All ball there on that Gasol block. Leonard just so strong, able to to jump over the top of Brogdon and uh, despite contact, able to finish with that little push shot with the right hand. Giannis back at the line. He'll put up the first. And that's good. So Giannis getting uh, getting into a little bit of groove from into a groove from the free throw line and and that is something that uh, is extremely valuable, you know, it slows down the momentum of the other team. It slows down the pace of the game and uh, you know also gets the your opponents in foul trouble, you know. His his ability to get to the line and draw fouls is so valuable for this Bucks team. Giannis now with 20 points on the night. Second free throw is up and good, so make it 21 for Giannis and make it an eight-point game. Toronto 76, Milwaukee 68, 4.15 to go in the third. Here's Lowry dribbling it over the timeline into the front court of the left wing. Now to the left elbow to Gasol. Gasol, guarded by Lopez, hands it to Leonard on the left wing. He'll drive right, gets a screen, gets to the free throw line. Now backing down on Brogdon. Beautiful shot fake, puts up the left-handed layup. No good, though. Rebound Lopez. He'll get it to Giannis. Giannis gets to the top of the key. A beautiful pass to Hill, right corner. He fakes the shot, gets past Van Fleet, gets all the way to the bucket. Can't finish over the contest of Ibaka. It'll be out of bounds to Toronto. Ibaka with great verticality there, making that difficult for George Hill. So Raptors basketball leading by eight. Well, they'll try to extend it to double digits here as Giannis will take a seat on the bench as well as uh, Gasol. Looks like Toronto's matching... Or, excuse me, no, Gasol will stay out there. Lowry will get a screen from Ibaka. Now from Gasol will dribble over the left. Back up top, Gasol. He'll fire a top of the key three. Nearly banked it in, but rebound Connaughton. Connaughton gets it to Hill over to the right wing. Guarded by Van Fleek. It's a screen from Ilyasova. To the line, to the lane, back to Ilyasova. Popping right corner jumper is good from about 18 feet. So Toronto's lead down to six, 76 to 70. 3.18 to go in the third. Here's Lowry with the ball on the left wing. Guarded by Hill. Calling out instructions for his team. Dribbles, avoids the screen from Gasol. Now finds a pocket pass to Mark. And his little push shot is no good. Hit every part of the rim. Here comes George Hill. Hill, he looked like he was going to take a pull-up three. Now fires it back out to Lopez. He takes a deep three. That one's well off the mark. That was a brick. Rebound by Leonard. Leonard now dribbling over the left. And he is fouled as Brogdon tried to fight over the screen from Gasol. And he pushed Leonard. Brogdon doesn't like the doesn't like the whistle there. If you're a Milwaukee fan, you got to be pleased with what you've seen from Brogdon. He's been physical. He's been knocking down some shots, making some plays off the dribble. Looks to be healthy. Leonard and Lowry are the only ones that have scored for Toronto here in the third. They've got all 17 of the Raptors' points. Here's Van Fleet with the basketball, finds a curling Leonard on the right side. A 15-footer is blocked by Lopez. Rebound Connaughton, who will dribble it down the left sideline towards the left wing, up top Lopez, right side Brogdon, guarded by Van Fleet. Brogdon will drive right past him and gets his shot blocked, but it's a foul on Van Fleet. As Van Fleet got him down low, Ibaka got the block clean up top. 
But nonetheless, Brogdon will go to the line. Boy, that seems a little bit harsh as uh, it looked like Brogdon jumped into Van Fleet and created the contact. First free throw is up and in. 2.38 to go in the third. Brogdon trying to cut this lead down to four, and he does. Toronto 76, Milwaukee 72. As we approach the two-and-a-half-minute mark of the third, and the Milwaukee crowd gets on their feet. Here's Leonard with the basketball, and he's going to be fouled again by Brogdon, and this time that will send Leonard to the free-throw line as the Raptors now in the bonus. Brogdon a little bit handsy on these uh, pick-and-roll actions. So for the last couple of minutes, we may see a bit of a free-throw exhibition here. Kawhi's first free throw is up and good. Kawhi, uh, more than anybody in the league, I feel like, makes free throws just look so simple. Uh, That one barely made the net move. Second one is up, and that one is exactly the same. Toronto, 78, Milwaukee, 72. Bucks with the basketball, going from left to right here in the last couple of minutes of the third. Here's Hill. Throws it left wing to Lopez. Hands it off to Brogdon. Back to Hill on the right side. Hill gets a screen from Ilyasova. Dribbling right. Now will drive left. Crosses over. Gets right of the lane. Has his shot blocked by Siakam. Siakam on the switch. Able to move his feet extremely well. And prevent that shot attempt from getting up. Hill looked incredibly good in that uh, second round series against Boston. Ball inbounded to Lopez. Lopez guarded by Ibaka. Will drive baseline. Puts up a reverse with the right hand up and in on the left side. Brooke Lopez with an emphatic aggressive move on Ibaka. And he cuts the lead back down to four. And it's a four point game with two minutes to go in the third. Here's Leonard getting into the paint. Gets triple team. Kicks it out. Ibaka left wing. Fakes the three. Drives in. Finds Siakam. Right corner three. Well short. Rebound Connaughton. He'll get it to Brogdon. Brogdon will push it up. Gets the top of the key. Throws it right corner to Hill. Back to Brogdon right wing. Goes behind his back. Up top. Connaughton fakes the three. Gets past Leonard. Gets all the way to the hoop. Kicks it out. Lopez left corner three. No good. Great offensive possession. Milwaukee just couldn't convert on the jumper. Here's Powell with the ball on the left wing. Dribbling his right hand, gets a screen from Ibaka, drives past Hill, gets into the paint, throws it right corner to Siakam. Siakam hands it off to Leonard. Ten on the shot clock, guarded by Brogdon. Leonard, awaiting a screen from Siakam, avoids it, gets to the free throw line. His jumper's well short, goes right back to him, though, and he puts up the push shot and in. Kawhi Leonard with a fortunate break on that offensive rebound, went right back to him on the on the miss. And he converted the second chance opportunity. Toronto 80, Milwaukee 74. Here's Brogdon left of the lane. Finds Ilya Silva left corner three. No good. A rebound Ibaka. The struggles for Milwaukee from downtown continue. Here's Powell. Throws in the left block to Siakam. Guarded by Ilya Silva. Now faces up. Has the ball poked away. And it goes out of bounds. It will remain with the Raptors. 44.6 on the game clock and 14 on the shot clock. as they will inbound it on the near sideline, close to the baseline, as Siakam gets it into Ibaka left wing, up top to Leonard. Ten on the shot clock, Leonard guarded by Middleton. Leonard throws it left wing, Ibaka into the corner to Van Fleet. He drives past Hill, draws the defense, finds Siakam 
to the left, or excuse me, to the right wing to Powell, and his three's no good. Rebound by the Bucks. About a, a five or six second differential between the game and shot clock as Middleton will try to run as much as he can as he's dribbling near the Bucks logo. Ten on the shot clock now. Gets a screen from Giannis. Now the Raptors switch with Siakam guarding Middleton. He'll get another screen from Lopez. He'll drive towards the right. Step back in the corner. No good. Lopez gets his left paw on it and puts it in. So Brooke Lopez makes it an 80-76 game. Five seconds to go in the quarter. Here's Powell. He gets it back to Siakam. Siakam will dribble up. Take a deep three from the top and hit. Pascal Siakam with a huge three at the buzzer. And he gives the Raptors a big seven-point lead heading into the fourth quarter. Siakam has struggled with his jump shot so far in the ballgame, but that one is huge as he knocks it down and gives the Raptors a seven-point edge. Thank you again for uh, for tuning in and listening. You're listening to Duncan Dynasty. I am your host, Garrett Bouguet. This is my weekly NBA podcast. Uh, this is one of my live episodes where I do radio play-by-play of all of the action. And uh, this game I'm doing tonight is game one of the Eastern Conference Finals between the Toronto Raptors and the Milwaukee Bucks. And uh, at the end of three, I believe it's Toronto 83, Milwaukee 76 as uh, my... My scoreboard I'm looking at on ESPN is still uh, not added that Siakam three-point shot. Not sure if that's just a mistake or if uh, I missed something there in that final sequence. But to me, it looked like he got that shot off. As there was about five seconds left when Lopez tipped in the the, uh, offensive rebound, put back for Milwaukee to make it a four-point game. uh, The Raptors got it into Powell. And then Powell was able to get it to Ibaka, or excuse me, Siakam on the run, and he got, uh, you know, he dribbled it forward quickly and, and got to about, uh, I would say, 25 feet from the basket. Was a couple feet behind the three-point line and able to knock it down. As yes, now ESPN has finally updated their scoreboard. So the the official score at the end of three is Toronto 83, Milwaukee 76. This has been an absolutely fantastic game. That three gives Siakam 14 points on the ball game, but uh, just six of 17 from the field and two of eight from downtown. Uh, so, so he has struggled a little bit offensively. But uh, the Raptors have had good performances from the likes of Leonard and Lowry, and also you know Norman Powell hitting a couple of threes off the bench has been a big boost. Uh, but uh, Toronto. So far, uh, you know, they were outscored by one point in that quarter, but they're still holding on mainly due to that terrific first quarter in which they outscored the Bucks 34 to 23. Milwaukee, despite uh, winning quarters two and three, still down seven heading into the final quarter of this game one. If you haven't listened to any of my previous week's episodes, I had Stephen Lowe on. Uh, last week we talked about uh, what, the, what was going on in the NBA playoffs in the second round, the, the conference semifinals. Uh, the week before that, I had another uh, a live broadcast in which I did uh, the Portland versus Denver game two. That was a fun one in which Portland was able to get uh, a crucial road win, and that ended up being huge as they ended up winning the series in seven. That series was, was really fascinating to me because, you know, Similar to, to Denver's series against San Antonio, I think a lot of it just came down to the Nuggets shooting. In that game two loss for Denver against Portland, they just couldn't hit the broad side of the barn from three-point range. 
in in various points in the San Antonio series, they couldn't just they just couldn't knock down three point shots. And in the crucial game seven at home, you know Paul Millsap goes three of thirteen. Jamal Murray, I believe, went uh, four of eighteen, and they went two of nineteen as a team from downtown. Uh, you know, and and Jokic was the only one that even made threes for the Denver Nuggets. So uh, you know everyone else on the roster. Uh, went over from downtown. As we start the fourth quarter, Milwaukee going from left to right. They set up a play for Middleton to get an open three from the top, but it rattles out. Rebound Toronto. Here's Lowry to the line. Beautiful pass to Powell, but he blows the reverse lay-in. Had a perfect opportunity to get off to a good start. Missed the layup. Beautiful pass, though, by Lowry. Bledsoe dribbles in, finds Lopez left wing three, and he hits. Bledsoe has done a really good job of just pushing the basketball, getting the defense to suck into the paint, and he's been able to find Lopez on a couple of those kickouts as the defense has collapsed. 83-79, Toronto's lead now at four. Here's Van Fleet with the basketball, gets a screen from Ibaka, pulls up from the right elbow, off the side of the rim, no good, rebound, Giannis. Giannis will push it up. Now at the top of the key, gets to the line, into the paint. Beautiful spin, finds Lopez left corner, to the left wing to Bledsoe, gets into the paint, finds Giannis, can't finish, fight for the rebound, it's picked up by Siakam. You don't see Giannis miss too many of those close opportunities too often. Here's Van Fleet. He's got an open look. Right wing three. Can't get the roll off the front of the rim. Rebound by Lopez. He'll get it to Giannis, who will push it up the left sideline. Giannis up top. Lopez. He'll fire the three ball. That's good. Brooke Lopez makes it a one-point game. And the Raptors' lead is tenuous at this point. Ten and a half minutes to go in the fourth. Siakam walks it up into the front court. Guarded by Giannis. We'll isolate against him. We'll pull up from 18. That one's off the back of the rim. No good. Rebound Middleton. Not a good possession there for the Raptors. Middleton looking inside for Giannis. Gets it to him. Gets double teamed. Kicks it out. Lopez right wing three again. That one rattles out. But it falls into the hands of Bledsoe in the right corner. Bledsoe now guarded by Siakam. 10 on the shot clock. Bledsoe isolating. Going between the legs. Steps back for a right wing three. That one's no good. Another fight for the rebound. Middleton tips it to Miritich, and he is fouled. The Bucks getting on the offensive glass and getting themselves second and third opportunities. And it looks like they'll have an opportunity to take the lead. Lopez has really been the saving grace of this ballgame for the Milwaukee Bucks. He has been terrific. 9 of 17 from the field, including 3 of 9 from downtown. He's got 8 rebounds, a couple of blocks, and 22 points to lead the way for Milwaukee. As Miritich knocking down that first free throw, and we are knotted up at 83. These are the moments, though, with, uh, with Toronto that you are a little bit worried when Kawhi Leonard is off the floor, as he is still sitting... Miritich with the second one. That one's up and good as well. So the Bucks take the lead on a uh, 8-3 start, or excuse me, an 8-0 start to this uh, fourth quarter. Here's Van Fleet with the basketball, throws it left side, Lowry. Lowry guarded by Bledsoe. Gets a screen from Gasol, rejects it, drives right, gets to the elbow, back to Gasol on the left elbow, hands it off to Lowry. He'll dribble left of the lane, kicks it right side, Van Fleet fakes the three, gets into the paint, kicks it out, Lowry, he's got a right wing three. As the shot clock expires, he knocks it down. Kyle Lowry with his fifth three of the ball game, and he gives the Raptors an 86-84 lead with nine and a half minutes to go in the fourth. And I believe that leads to a Milwaukee timeout. 
Lowry has been absolutely humongous for the Raptors here in the opening game of the Eastern Conference Finals. But yeah, going back to, I was talking about that that Portland-Denver series. I I talked about Denver's shooting just absolutely deserting them at times throughout the playoffs, despite the fact that they're, you know, a a pretty decent shooting team. You know, not one of the NBA's best shooting teams, but they've got some pretty good shooters on that roster. And uh, boy, oh boy, did they struggle. The first... uh, the first game against San Antonio, they couldn't hit anything. The first three quarters of game two against the Spurs, they couldn't hit anything. Jamal Murray finally caught fire in the fourth and saved that series from them going down 0-2. But, uh, you know, even in that game seven against San Antonio, they couldn't knock down any shots, but they were able to get just enough and uh, hold San Antonio down to, to advance. But then in Portland, that game two I mentioned I covered on uh, on Duncan Dynasty, they couldn't make anything. And then in Game 7, absolutely went completely cold. Nobody other than Jokic hit a single three-pointer. And, uh, you, know, that's, you, you know, that's a recipe for disaster because Jokic is one of those players that's very unselfish. He's going to make the right play. He's going to draw double teams. And he was able to find shooters open, but they just couldn't hit anything. And they lost a very close Game 7. You know, not only was it the, the shooting that, that really determined whether Denver won or losing won or lost in, in the first couple of rounds, but it was also Jamal Murray's play. As I mentioned, that San Antonio series for the first game and three-quarters of game, or three-fourths of game two, uh, he was terrible. Then he came alive in the, in the second quarter. He had uh, some great moments, including in game four on the road uh, to help Denver get through. But as I mentioned, in that game seven against Portland, goes four of 18, and uh, you know Portland able to advance. It's tough, too, because Denver... I felt was the better team in that series. You know, if uh, if it goes seven games and Denver loses a quadruple overtime game and a four-point game in game seven, uh, you know, I, I think Portland was able to just barely edge them out in the close close contests, and that ended up being the difference. But you got to give credit to Portland, and you got to give credit to C.J. McCollum, who was absolutely a beast in that game seven, was the best player on the floor, and uh, really took, uh, took Portland to the next round. But... But uh, I don't like Portland's chances against Golden State. Of course, they lost game one. Uh, it, it wasn't particularly close, although Portland had moments where they, they cut it to single digits. But uh, Steph Curry was brilliant. And, th- and that's the biggest issue with this series for Portland against the Warriors. Even with the Warriors not having Kevin Durant for potentially most of the series, you know, if you talk about Curry versus Lillard, edge Curry. You talk about Thompson versus McCollum, edge Thompson. You talk about the center play. I would take Kevon Looney over the likes of Zach Collins. Uh, you know, you, you talk about um, the uh, you know the power forward play with Harkless against Draymond Green. You know, Green has the edge, and the the Blazers don't really have the collective shooting to to take the likes of a Quinn Cook and and really punish him on the floor. Uh, so, so, or like a Jonas Derebko. So Golden State's still going to be able to have enough shooting out there on the floor. And I think uh, their, their star players, their top three guys, are just going to be too much for Portland in that series. As we're back from timeout, Milwaukee going from left to right here in the fourth. Bledsoe picks up his dribble, throws it up top to Middleton. Back to Bledsoe on the left wing. Guarded by Lowry. Now switched on to by Leonard. Bledsoe drives left of the paint. Gets under the basket. Puts it up. No. Takes a tough fall. But Lopez is there for another putback. Brooke Lopez has been absolutely brilliant attacking the offensive glass, and he has tied this game at 86. Lowry throws it right side to Siakam, up top to Gasol. 
Gasol guarded by Lopez. Back to Lowry. Lowry gets a screen from Gasol. Drives left of the paint. Snakes under the basket. Now dribbles over to the right corner. Five on the shot clock. Guarded by Lopez. Lowry will step back. Looks like that's a two. And he knocked it down. Kyle Lowry continues to shoot it extremely well from the perimeter. Here's Middleton up top to Giannis. Giannis guarded by Siakam. Right wing to Bledsoe. Gets a screen. Now at the top of the circle. Left side. Middleton. Back to Bledsoe. Switched on to by Siakam. Miscommunication. Lopez is wide open on the right side. Can't connect. And Miritich gets the rebound and he is fouled. Marcus Saul has really struggled getting on the defensive boards and keeping the Bucks off as uh, Lopez has gotten a couple of putbacks. And that time Miritich able to, uh, to get around Gasol and get that offensive rebound to draw the foul. 8.27 to go in the ballgame. Toronto 88, Milwaukee 86, but Miritich is at the line to try to tie this one up. First one is up and good. So Miritich making this a one-point ballgame. Rebounding discrepancy now. Uh, we've got uh, Milwaukee with 50 boards to Toronto's 42. So especially here in the last couple of minutes, Milwaukee has started to take control of the rebounding battle as Miritich makes both, and we are knotted up at 88. What a terrific game one of these East Finals. Lowry picks the ball up near half court, now dribbles over the left wing. Guarded by Hill, gets a screen from Leonard. Dribbling with his right hand, back to Leonard on the left side. Guarded by Middleton, 12 on the shot clock, fakes the three. Throws it back up top, Lowry gets a screen from Gasol. Now over to the right elbow, switched on to by Giannis. Lowry goes between the legs. Tries to get past Giannis. It looks like he's going to be called for a double dribble as uh, he couldn't create any separation on the Greek freak, and that's why many consider Giannis a contender for Defensive Player of the Year. So long and so athletic and able to stay in front of the likes of Kyle Lowry, who's uh, got a decent amount of quickness. Here's George Hill dribbling over to the right wing, guarded by Lowry up top to Giannis. Giannis dribbling to his left, hands it off. Middleton will take a left wing three. That's good. Chris Middleton with a huge shot. And the Bucks take a 91-88 lead. They've outscored Toronto 15-5 in the quarter. Middleton now with nine points on four of 12 from the field. Siakam will dribble it down the right sideline. Now gets a double screen, dribbling over the left. Gets left of the lane, gets all the way to the hoop, puts it up. No, but he draws the foul. Miritich. After that double screen was behind Siakam. Siakam, with a nice hesitation, kept uh, Miritich on his back and able to draw the contact. Miritich can't believe the call. But Middleton, after struggling for most of this game with a huge three-point shot. Siakam at the line to try to cut the Bucks' lead down to one if he can hit both. First is up, and that one's good. Rattles in. Siakam takes a deep breath. Takes a couple of dribbles and puts up the second, and that one's well short. Rebound Middleton. So the Bucks' lead remains at two with seven and a half minutes to go in the ballgame. George Hill walks it up into the front court. Guarded by Lowry, gets a screen from Middleton. Now dribbling over the right wing, gets it back to Middleton. Guarded by Lowry on the switch. Middleton facing up, has the ball poked away by Lowry. Lowry on the fast break, will put it up and in. Kyle Lowry has been absolutely fantastic, and he ties the game at 91. Here's Middleton with a basketball on the left side, guarded by Leonard. 
That time, Lowry taking advantage of the fact that Bucks were trying to attack him on the defensive end. Middleton throws it left wing. Miritich a deep three, and he drills it. That's why the Bucks picked him up at the trade deadline to hit tough, deep threes like that. Here's Lowry. Throws a dangerous pass to Danny Green on the left wing, but he's fouled by Brogdon. Brogdon looked like he was going to potentially get the steal, but Green able to run towards the basketball and catch it. And uh, Brogdon bumping into him. But uh, with Miritich and Lopez at the big positions, they're able to, to stretch the floor and space defenses so well because those guys can shoot it from a couple of feet beyond the arc. Leonard on the near sideline inbounds it to Lowry. Left wing gets a screen from Gasol to the free throw line. Pocket pass to Gasol. Gets into the paint. Back out to Lowry. Fakes the three. Another pass to Gasol. Ten-footer no good off the back of the rim. Gasol's really struggled with his shot tonight. Fast break opportunity. The ball is kicked ahead to Brogdon, and he slams it home with the right hand. And Milwaukee leads it 96-91. Time out Toronto. Gasol just two of eight from the field, and he's hit a couple of gimmies uh, wide open from about 10 feet, a shot that you expect him to knock down. And that time that led to the transition opportunity and the flush from Malcolm Brogdon. The Bucks. Showing the resilience they've shown all season long. This team is really tough to beat. And in this fourth quarter, they've outscored the Raptors 20-8 to and have a five-point edge as we've got 6.32 to go in the fourth. So uh, looking at the foul trouble situation, uh, Toronto with no one with more than three. Siakam with the three fouls. Leonard Gasol, or excuse me, sorry, Kawhi, or Kyle Lowry has four. Siakam with three. And then Leonard, Gasol, and Danny Green, as well as Ibaka and Van Fleet, all with two personals. For the Bucks, nobody with four, but we've got three players with three fouls. It's Middleton, Lopez, and Brogdon, all with three, as Miritich, Giannis, Bledsoe all have one. So uh, Milwaukee not committing too many fouls. They've committed just 12, while as uh, Toronto has committed 18. But... You know, you, you look at uh, the Raptors' offense, Pascal Siakam, just 6 of 18 from the field, and Gasol, 2 of 8. So th- the two of them combined, 8 for 26. That's not going to get it done. Even though Kyle Lowry has been absolutely phenomenal, he's, been, he's 8 for 11, 5 of 6 from 3, including that steal and breakaway. He's got 23 points. He's, uh, you know, along with the consistent production from Leonard, Kyle Lowry is the reason Toronto is still in this ballgame with an opportunity to steal game one on the road. But uh, they're going to need better production from some of these other guys. Danny Green has only attempted three shots, just one of two from three. So uh, after he got a couple of really good looks in the early going, Milwaukee has done a good job of, uh, of getting out to him and preventing him from getting open open shots. And uh, for Milwaukee, they've started to finally knock down some threes. They're still just 10 of 42 from downtown, but uh, they've hit a couple of big ones as of late. Lopez has hit a couple, uh, and uh, Miritich finally got his first three to fall down. Uh, So uh, Milwaukee able to uh, get a little bit of separation here, leading at 96 to 91. But going back to that uh, that Warriors Blazers series, I talked about you know just pure star power. Even without Durant, the Warriors top three guys are just that much better than than Portland's. I think Portland's going to have a really tough time in this series uh, to to compete. You know, Lillard and McCollum obviously are going to have to go off. But what Golden State's able to do, and and what Terry Stotts has noticed at times, is with Harkless and Amino out there, those guys have not shot the ball well. 
teams have really loaded to uh, to McCollum and Lillard and, and forced them to pass the basketball. And uh, the the the, uh, the Blazers forwards just really haven't made teams pay. They're going to have to look to go to more Rodney Hood and, and Seth Curry and play them big minutes if the likes of Aminu and Harkless just continue to struggle to score, uh, you know, and, and shoot the basketball. Harkless is, uh, you know, does a decent job of, of getting in there and making cuts and getting some offensive rebounds at times, but they just need a little bit more shooting out there on the floor uh, to uh, to make it easier for the likes of Lillard and McCullum. But I still expect that series to to be Warriors in four or five, regardless of if Durant returns at any point during that uh, Western Conference Finals. As Toronto, after the timeout, will have the basketball going from right to left. Siakam pressured by Miritich, now dribbling at the top, trying to get it to Kawhi. Kawhi guarded by Middleton. Ten on the shot clock, dribbles over to the right wing. Now will drive left, gets to the free throw line, fades away. Beautiful shot fake and step through, but it's blocked by Lopez. Here's Middleton. Three on three, will cross over, gets past Green, puts up a floater, no good. And we've got an offensive foul as Kyle Lowry took it. Another terrific play from Lowry as uh, Lopez doing a great job there. We saw that uh, move that Leonard likes to use, that, uh, that pump fake and step through move, but Lopez doing a great job of getting his giant arms in there to block it. As we hit the six-minute mark of the fourth, here's Siakam gets a screen from Lowry. He drives in and has it blocked from behind by George Hill. Milwaukee showing why they were the best in the NBA at preventing points in the paint and shots at the rim. They are just so active. They've got so much length and great pursuit from behind that time from Hill. Ball inbounded to Leonard, throws it up top Gasol. Gasol takes a three from the left wing. That one's short. Gasol has really struggled, and that has allowed Lopez to stay in the paint. He's a guy that's got to knock down some shots for Toronto if they want to win this series. Brogdon on the right wing, guarded by Green, 12 on the shot clock, gets a screen from Miritich. Now will drive right, switched onto by Siakam, gets under the hoop, finds a cutting heel, but it's off his fingers and into the hands of Green. Green will push it to the left wing. Green now up top to Siakam. Siakam gets a screen from Gasol, hands it off to Lowry. He'll take a three. That's good as well. Kyle Lowry continues to be absolutely on fire. He is 6 of 7 from downtown. He's got 26, and the Bucks' lead is down to 2. Middleton dribbles it over the timeline into the front court. Gets a screen from Lopez. Dribbles over to the right. Gets double teamed. Has the ball poked off his knee and out of bounds. A beautiful play from Danny Green, and Toronto will get it back with an opportunity to tie or take the lead with a 3. This is easily Kyle Lowry's best playoff game of this year and potentially the best playoff game of his career. 9 of 12 shooting from the field, including 6 of 7 from downtown. Here's Siakam with the basketball. On the left wing, gets a screen from Lowry. Dribbles over the right side, finds Gasol right corner. Hesitates on the 3, back to Siakam. To Lowry, he'll drive left, draws the foul on George Hill. And uh, not sure if this is going to be a shooting foul or not. It looked like Lowry maybe did the sweep-through move to draw the contact. Lowry rejected the screen. Hill put his hand in there, and then Lowry went up. So it looks like this will be on the floor. At least that's how the NBA has called it. Uh, they made that rule change a couple years ago. Actually, no, that's uh, that's a blown call from the refs. As uh, that, that looked like a clear situation where that was a hand check, where Lowry then went up into the shot. But Lowry misses the first free throw. So as Rasheed Wallace would say, the ball don't lie. 
as Middleton checking out of the ball game for Milwaukee. So Lowry, after missing the first, will have an opportunity to cut this lead for the Bucks to one. And he does. For Milwaukee, it's Hill and Brogdon, as well as Bledsoe, along with Giannis and Lopez. For the Raptors, it's Green, Lowry, Leonard, Siakam, and Gasol. Here's Hill with the basketball on the left wing, throws it to Giannis on the block. He gets double teamed immediately. He dribbles out of it, gets into the paint, puts it up and in. Gasol allowing Giannis to get around that double team, and then he was able to get into the paint. Gasol has had a poor ball game and uh, is really one of the key reasons why Toronto's losing right now. Here's Leonard with the ball on the left elbow. Throws it into the corner. Siakam three. He misses. Ball is tapped out, though, by Gasol to Lowry. Lowry into the right corner to Green. Giannis all over him. Green up top to Gasol. Left side to Siakam. He'll drive against. Lopez gets into the paint. Gets double teamed. Finds Lowry. Left corner three. Hit it again. Kyle Lowry cannot miss. And we are tied at 98. Lowry, 7 of 8 from downtown. He's got 30 and 14 in the quarter. Giannis fakes the three, throws it right corner, Brogdon. He'll drive baseline. Throws it out left corner, or excuse me, left wing. Bledsoe three. That one's well short. Rebound Leonard. 3.39 to go. Tie game. Leonard over to the right wing. Guarded by Brogdon. Isolating on the right side of the floor. Will back down on Brogdon. Gets into the paint. Spins baseline. Draws the foul. Can't get it. And he will go to the line for two. Unbelievable performance from Kyle Lowry in this one. And uh, if Toronto is able to come out of this game with a win, it's all thanks to number seven. The longtime Raptor. Surely a guy that will go down as a, a Hall of Famer for the Raptors. Or he'll have, I should say, not necessarily a Hall of Famer, but he'll have his jersey retired in Toronto, no doubt. As we've got a timeout with 331 left in the fourth. But uh, Kyle Lowry, you know, if uh, if Toronto is able to win this game and potentially this series, this may go down as his greatest moment in a Raptors jersey. He has been absolutely phenomenal. The leading scorer on the uh, the Raptors tonight and the leading scorer in the ball game. He's got 30 points, 10 of 13 shooting, 7 of 8 from 3, 3 of 4 from the line. He's also got 7 rebounds, a couple of assists and a steal. Kawhi Leonard, 29 points on 10 of 24 from the field, 1 of 4 from downtown, and 8 of 8 from the free throw line. Siakam shooting just 6 of 20 and 2 of 9 from 3, but he does have 15 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 assists. Gasol has really struggled. He's 2 of 9, 2 of 6 from downtown for just 6 points. He has added 11 rebounds and 5 assists, so he's had an okay all-around game, but offensively he has really struggled. He's gotten some great looks. It just hasn't knocked him down. Danny Green just one of three for uh, six points. He's three of three from the free throw line. As uh, for Milwaukee, Giannis with uh, with 23 on seven of 15. As uh, Leonard, as we're back, he's at the line. First free throw is up and good. Giannis with uh, 23 on seven of 15, eight of 10 from the free throw line. Brooke Lopez with an impressive 24 on 10 of 19, 3 of 10 from downtown, including 9 rebounds and 3 blocks. Off the bench, Brogdon has provided 15 points on 5 of 9, shooting 3 of 6 from downtown. Miritich has got 13 as well in that starting unit. As Kawhi hits both free throws, he's now got 31, and the Raptors lead it by 2. 
Bledsoe picks up his dribble, hands it off to Lopez. Throws it right block to Giannis. He'll back down on Siakam. Gets double teamed. Nine on the shot clock. He fires it to Lopez. Lopez back to Giannis. Giannis thought about the three. Now will drive in. Euro step on Gasol. Puts it up. Nobody draws the foul. Raptors players can't really believe it. but uh, and, and, and that's something that Giannis is able to do. It, it seems like he's, he's able to, even if he doesn't really drive past the, uh, the defender, he's able to still just use that Euro step move and with his long strides get near the rim. And that time it looked like Danny Green got in there and uh, slapped down and was called for the foul. So Giannis at the line. The first one is up and no good off the back of the rim. So Giannis now 8 of 11 from the charity stripe. These are big free throws. 310 to go. Toronto 100. Milwaukee 98. Giannis taking quite a few dribbles. It reminds me of uh, Novak Djokovic doing about 30 dribbles before he takes a serve as uh, Giannis able to knock down the second free throw. And it's a one-point game. Toronto 100, Milwaukee 99 as we approach three minutes to go in the ball game. The crowd getting on their feet. Huge defensive possession for the Bucks. Here's Siakam dribbling the basketball at the top of the key. Dribbles over the right wing. Gets a switch onto Bledsoe. He dribbles in, kicks it out, Gasol, left wing, three, no good. Gasol continues to struggle from downtown. Danny Green falls down behind the play. It's five on four for Milwaukee. Giannis gets into the paint, gets all the way to the hoop, can't finish. Rebound, Gasol. He'll get it to Lowry. Transition opportunity for the Raptors. Lowry finds Green, left wing, picks up his dribble, throws it up top, Gasol. Gasol, right wing, Lowry. Thought about it, up top, Gasol, left side, Green. Green guarded by Middleton, 10 on the shot clock. Green being pressured. Dribbles between the legs. Has it poked away. Picked up by Middleton. Two on one. Middleton hands it off to Lopez, who slams it home. And the Bucks take a 101-100 lead with 2.18 to go in the fourth. Green calling for a foul on that one, but I thought that was just pretty good pressure defense from Middleton. Here's Leonard. Gets a screen from Gasol. Pulls up a deep three. Off the backboard. Nearly banked in. No. Rebound. Giannis. As we hit the two-minute mark of the ballgame, Giannis jogs into the front court. now puts on the, the speed burners, kicks it out, Lopez, left wing three, he hit it! Brooke Lopez with a huge game, and he hits a huge three for the Bucks, and they take a four-point lead. Brooke Lopez with his fourth from downtown, he's got 29, and the Bucks 104, the Raptors 100 with 155 to go in the fourth, and really... Not going to lie, I think this game has been very much predicated on the shooting of the centers. Mark Gasol now 2 of 10 from the field and 2 of 7 from downtown. He's had some great looks, and he had a great opportunity to extend the Raptors' lead. Missed it. Brooke Lopez on the other end gives the Bucks a 4-point edge. Huge game for Lopez as uh, Toronto has done a pretty good job on the likes of Middleton and Giannis as well as Miritich and Bledsoe. They've done a good job on most of the starters, but Lopez with his offensive rebounding, his ability to space the floor, uh, he has been a thorn in the Raptors' side tonight. And he has given the Bucks an opportunity to potentially take a one nothing series lead. But with 155 to go, there is still plenty of time left. And uh, when you've got Kawhi Leonard and the very hot Kyle Lowry, uh, the Raptors are certainly not out of it. I was a little bit surprised on the previous possession, too, that Lowry, I think, had an opportunity to let it fly from the, uh, oh, and uh, that play in which Green lost the basketball, it did look like maybe Middleton may have gotten away with a trip. I would need to see another angle of that. 
But uh, maybe Danny Green has a bit of a case there, which uh, led to the Brook Lopez dunk in transition, which gave the Bucks the one-point lead. So Toronto, coming out of the timeout, has the basketball. The ball is inbounded to Lowry. Lowry, Lowry dribbling near the Bucks logo. Now dribbling with left hand towards the left side. 15 on the shot clock. Throws it right side to Leonard. Leonard gets a screen from Gasol. Crosses over on Lopez. Gets into the paint. Has the ball stripped away by Lopez. Brooke Lopez making huge plays on both ends of the floor. Here's Giannis with the basketball. Dribbles over to the right wing. Hands it off to Bledsoe. Bledsoe gets a screen. Gets the line to Lane. Floater. Rattles out. Fight for the rebound. It's on the floor. And it looks like we're going to have a jump ball. As Giannis and Siakam, I think, are going to be jumping this one up. Bledsoe nearly got that little floater to fall, but it rattled out. But Giannis there to get the offensive rebound. Siakam able to get his hand on it as well and force the ball to go to the ground. Giannis dove on it, and it will be a jump. Important jump ball here, and uh, it'll be uh, if, if Milwaukee wins this, it'll be Giannis and Siakam. If Milwaukee wins this, they'll have 12 on the shot clock. If Toronto wins, of course, they'll have a full shot clock. 124 left in the ballgame. Milwaukee 104, Toronto 100. Ball is up in the air. Giannis tips it out and wins it. It's to Brogdon. Brogdon on the left wing now hands it up top to Giannis. Seven on the shot clock. Isolating against Siakam. Has the ball poked away by Green. Toronto in transition. Three on three. Lowry gets it to Danny Green. Right corner three. That one's well off. Tipped out though by Gasol. Lowry gets an open look. No good. Fight for the rebound. It's picked up by Lopez. Another huge rebound for Brooke Lopez and a huge play. And Milwaukee will slow it up as Giannis gets the ball near the Bucks logo. 13 on the shot clock, 54 on the game clock. Giannis throws it right corner, Bledsoe, who wasn't being covered. Kawhi gets out to him. Now Bledsoe drives baseline, now drives all the way to the left side. Three on the shot clock. He'll drive on Green, gets all the way to the hoop, reverses it. Nobody draws the foul. So Bledsoe able to run out almost the entirety of the shot clock and will get to the free throw line. Nick Nurse can't believe the call as uh, he looks absolutely perplexed. And uh, that is a good call. Mark Gasol coming over, uh, trying to block it. Swipe down on Bledsoe's arm. Another play from Gasol there that uh, you got to imagine is going to hurt the Raptors' chances as the first free throw bounces on the rim a couple of times and falls. Huge make there as the Bucks lead now up to five. Raptors still won't necessarily have to play the foul game if Bledsoe makes this. They will need a three, though, on this possession, as he does. And the Bucks lead it 106-100. to Toronto with just one timeout, so they will play it out here. Siakam on the baseline will get it into Leonard. Leonard will push it into the front court. Dribbling with his right hand, gets a screen from Green. Drives towards the right, kicks it to Gasol. His jumper along the baseline, no good. And the woeful night for Gasol continues. And now Toronto will be forced to foul with just 28.6 seconds to go in the fourth. Middleton draws it. Lowry commits it. And the Bucks will go and try to extend this to a three-possession game from the line. Brooke Lopez absolutely got to be the player of the game for the Milwaukee Bucks in this one. He was tremendous. Knocking down threes, protecting the rim, getting offensive rebounds. Just doing a terrific job as... Middleton hits the first. So Milwaukee 107, Toronto 100. And it looks like this terrific performance from Kyle Lowry is going to be in vain as the Raptors look like they're going to come up short as Middleton knocks down both. And that now Nick Nurse and Toronto will use their final timeout with 28.6 to go in the ballgame. And the Bucks 
leading by eight. It'll take nothing short of a miracle for Toronto to get back into this one. Again, Toronto did a pretty good job on just about everybody for Milwaukee except for Lopez. Lopez with 29 on the night, 12 of 21 from the field, 4 of 11 from downtown, 11 rebounds, a couple of assists, and a huge four blocks on the night. You know, he has been easily the best free agent signing of the offseason. Signed him to a one-year, $4 million deal. He's been the starting center on a 60-win team. He's been a terrific force on both ends of the floor. And uh, he has shown why he is so crucial to, to this Milwaukee Bucks team and to their success. It looks like he will sit out this possession, though, on defense as Toronto might be going with more of a, a shooting lineup. So Lopez will be out on this possession I assume Gasol is out, too, with how much he has struggled shooting the basketball tonight. And that's something, too. I wonder if Nick Nurse should have maybe gone with Ibaka instead of Gasol with how much Gasol has struggled in this one. Gasol is still out there. It'll be Lowry, Green, Gasol, Siakam, and Leonard. Ball inbounded to Gasol, gets it back to Lowry. He gets all the way to the hoop, has the shot blocked from behind. It'll go out of bounds to the Raptors, 18 on the shot clock, 23.3 on the game clock. Giannis with great defense once again. Lowry getting past him, but Giannis with his length able to easily block that as Lowry tried to put that up on the rim. Lowry will inbound it on the near baseline. He'll get it into green under the hoop, and we've got a foul, and this could be big. This could be a foul before the inbounds was even taken, which will be a free throw plus possession for the Raptors. So able to potentially put points on the board here without any time going off the clock. And the refs are going to go and look at the replay here. And I think it very well could be a foul on George Hill as they they drew up a a pretty nice play there to get Danny Green. Uh, He ran to the free throw line, then kind of back cut with a back screen to get around Hill. And Hill had no other recourse but to grab him to prevent the layup. But that's a situation, too, where, you know, maybe just giving up the layup is probably better than, you know, if if you give up a free throw and then Toronto potentially hits a three, that's a four-point possession. You know, conceding a layup is a lot better than, you know, the worst-case scenario. And it looks like they've come to a conclusion. I haven't been able to, to see what... Uh, what the decision is yet. But what an opening game to this series. It's going to be an absolutely fascinating battle throughout. But you got to admire the Bucks' persistence after getting outscored or outplayed in that first quarter by 11. They've come back strong and outscored the, uh, the Raptors by 19 since that, uh, that that opening period. They're still looking at this, having a hard time deciding it. So it, uh, it appears that they are going to call this a foul prior to the inbound, so Danny Green will get one free throw, and then the Raptors will get possession. So Green at the line will put it up, and he missed it. 
Oh, boy. So Danny Green has had his struggles as well tonight. He has had a couple of good opportunities in the fourth quarter, and he is one for five, one of four from downtown, and now three of four from the line. So the likes of uh, Siakam, six of 20, Gasol, two of 11, and Green, one of five. Three of the five Raptors starters just have have not shot the ball well tonight. Ball will be inbounded by Lowry near baseline. We'll get it into Green. Left corner three is an air ball. Rebound Middleton. And he's holding the basketball. The Raptors double-teaming him. He'll get it to Giannis. Giannis with a three-on-one. He's just going to dribble it out. The Raptors are choosing not to foul here. Gasol pressuring, but but not committing the foul. And now it looks like we've got a kicked ball on Gasol with just 7.2 left in the ballgame. So Milwaukee is going to come out of this one with a one nothing series lead. Uh, but uh, they certainly have been put on notice that this Raptors team is for real, and they are very good. But Milwaukee with just a little bit too much tonight. But you can't forget about the performance from Kyle Lowry. The inbound is to Brogdon, and he will dribble out the clock. And that is the ball game. The Milwaukee Bucks win it. The final score, Milwaukee 108, Toronto 100. And Milwaukee takes a 1-0 series lead in this best-of-seven Eastern Conference Final. So looking at uh, the final numbers on the night, for Toronto, they shot 34 of 92 for just 37%, 15 of 42 from downtown for 35.7. They went 17 of 20 from the free-throw line. The uh, rebounding situation, the Raptors had 46 and the Bucks had 60. That's a big differential and one of the key differentiators and why the Bucks were able to pull this one out. Assists, the Raptors had 17, the Bucks had 21. Steals, 9 for Toronto, 8 for the Bucks, 11 blocks for Milwaukee, just 4 for Toronto. And uh, turnovers, the Raptors doing a pretty good job taking care of the basketball, just 12. And uh, Milwaukee also taking care of it with just 12 of their own. Leading the way for the Bucks, Brooke Lopez with a huge performance. The main, the MVP of this game won 29 points on 12 of 21, four threes, 11 rebounds, four blocks, just terrific. Giannis, 24 points, 7 of 16 from the field, 9 of 12 from the free throw line, 14 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, and 3 blocks. Uh, for uh, some of the other starters, Miritich, 13 points on 3 of 9 from the field. Middleton, 11 points on 4 of 12 shooting. But uh, Middleton also with 11 rebounds and 4 assists. Bledsoe, just 9 points on 3 of 12. But 3 of 3 from the line. 5 rebounds, a couple of assists. And uh, off the bench for Milwaukee, Brogdon providing a nice boost. You know, I mentioned he showed up at the end of Game 5 of that series against Boston. He had 15 points, 5 of 9, shooting 3 of 6 from downtown in 25 minutes of work. Ilyasova had 7 points, 3 of 6 from the field, 1 of 4 from downtown. George Hill uh, had a a rough night in 27 minutes. He was 0 for 6 from the field. He did have 4 assists and 4 steals. Pat Connaughton also had 0 points in his 11 minutes, 0 for 2 from the field. Looking at the Raptors, of course, Kyle Lowry with his impressive performance, 30 points, 10 of 15 from the field, 7 of 9 from 3, 3 of 4 from the free throw line, 8 rebounds, 2 assists. Kawhi Leonard, 31 points, 10 of 26 shooting, 
10 of 10 from the free throw line, 1 of 5 from downtown, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, and 3 steals. Pascal Siakam, 6 of 20 from the field, 2 of 9 from 3 for his 15 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, and a block. Marc Gasol really struggled. In his 40 minutes, he was 2 for 11, 2 of 7 from 3, 6 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, and 2 blocks. And Danny Green, 1 of 5 from the field, 1 of 4 from downtown uh, for his 6 points. Serge Ibaka, 17 minutes, 2 of 6 from the field, 0 of 2 from downtown for 4 points as well as 4 rebounds. 6 points for Norman Powell, 2 of 5 from the field, and 2 of 4 from 3. Van Fleet went 1 for 4 for his 2 points. Uh, you got to question Nurse in terms of uh, Gasol's struggles offensively, why Ibaka only played 17 minutes. You know, he was a key in why the Raptors were able to come back and, and win that series in the first or in, in the second round against Philly. Uh, for Ibaka to only play 70, 17 minutes is a little bit questionable. Four of the five starters for Toronto played 40 minutes. You got to imagine Ibaka should be out there a little bit more. I think, especially if Gasol is struggling to shoot the basketball, Ibaka is a perfectly reasonable. Uh, option out there so uh, you got to question that Uh, you got to feel sorry for Lowry with such a tremendous performance uh, in a loss but uh, that's how it goes sometimes but uh, nonetheless what a terrific basketball game I'm very much looking forward to the rest of this series and the rest of the conference finals it should be really fun next week I will have a guest on I hopefully it'll be uh, as long as he's available I'm planning on having uh, Frankie Neifinger who was on uh, on a previous episode earlier in the season to talk Dallas Mavericks. Uh, I'll I'll have him on to discuss what we've seen uh, again next Wednesday. We'll have played uh, four games in each of the two conference finals series, so we'll we'll break it down. We'll we'll talk about some of the previous games as well as uh, what we expect uh, from uh, the the conclusion of both of those series. So stay tuned for that, and uh, I hope you've been enjoying uh, all of my content throughout this NBA season. I'll, I'll be continuing to bring it. Uh, up through the NBA Finals, and then that'll start my uh, off-season uh, episodes where I'll be uh, you know, breaking down some stuff from this decade. I'll be uh, doing some decade lists as we've had uh, you know, from, from the 2009-10 season up through the 2018-19 season. It'll be fun to talk about uh, lists like the, the top 10 playoff series, the top 10 players of the decade, the top 10 coaches, you know, the the uh, you know the most interesting trades of the decade you know we there's uh, there's plenty of material to dive into there I'm looking forward to to doing that but uh, once again thank you so much for listening uh, if you'd like to support the show you can uh, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes or on uh, Spotify uh, of course it's Duncan D U N K I N Dynasty D Y N A S T Y uh, it's uh, as I mentioned. It's on iTunes. It's also on Spotify. You can subscribe, rate, and review the shows on there. That's uh, much appreciated. Uh, and uh, you can also check out the show. Follow me on uh, Spreaker. That's s p r e a k e r dot com. That's where I uh, host the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Garrett Bougay. That's G a r r e t t. B-U-G-A-Y I, uh, I usually will uh, will post links to uh, to my content and also some, some occasional thoughts about the NBA I'm not on uh, on Twitter as much as I would uh, I, I probably should but uh, yeah, you can follow me on there you can find me on Facebook at Garrett Bougay 
But uh, other than that, uh, thank you again for, for listening and uh, have a great rest of your day. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.